We're live on the I Feel Weird podcast. Uh, today we got Marty Barker on. Dude, for the longest, it's kind of fucked up. I thought it was Baker. Just I did, I missed the little R in between. Yeah, it's all good. But Barker's so much better. Now you're like, you know, uh, Bob Barker, right? Oh man, staying home from school, watching the prices, right? So Mar- Marty Marty Barker. Um, I would say the biggest, the biggest way to describe you, if you say, yeah, I know you didn't want to get pigeonholed or like, but you're definitely a hip hop, like enthusiast or, or a hip hop head. I would just say, you know what I mean? Definitely. And I definitely didn't like, like, uh, for me, like you talk to people and I know people that like hip hop, but you like, you know, all kinds of fucking hip hop, like some of the old school 90s stuff. And I think a lot of people don't. Like they maybe they'll just like a certain type, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and it's you evolved knew. into so many forms now and genres and subgenres of it. So, I try to take pride in knowing a little bit of every era, every kind of coast. Do you every find region. that difficult as you get older? A little bit difficult, but I mean, I feel like I listen to newer artists just as much as I listen to older artists. Some some people in our age group will listen to yeah people that were in the early two thousands only or the late nineties only, and then it's like, oh, that's it for them. Whereas yeah, some of my favorite artists are current artists, so it uh, it's a good. How, is there a, is there a certain? Because I find it hard sometimes, or even just like, I'll listen to stuff and I like it, but like say like if I'm working or something and I just put on like 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 for example, J Cole is a great example. Yeah, I've never disliked it if it's on, but I've also never been like, oh my god, like yeah. I've never wanted like what was that just song? It was like oh that was good, that was a good song. <laughs> Like, but it wasn't like, I didn't like go like, oh, I need to only listen to J. Cole. Like, but I don't know. But like I said, I didn't dislike it either. I was just like, oh, this is cool. It's chill. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a cool vibe. That's common though. I feel like, I mean, a lot of artists are hyped up and you could just be like, I appreciate them, but I'm not yeah. putting them on this pedestal of like, they're the ultimate yeah. artist that end all be all that I only listen to. People like, get people get mad at me because I say that about Nipsey. So then oh, everybody all gets right, mad. Now that, yeah. <laughs> I say that about Kendrick, so it's all good. People really? Say, yeah. I mean, I like him a lot, but uh, I'll, I'd rather listen to Nipsey every day, all day, really, than, than Kendrick. What about, what about like, like some, like some of the older, older artists, you know, from from LA? Like, if we're keeping this strictly LA, you know if what it's I mean? Strictly LA. I mean, DJ Quick, obviously. Does DJ Quick count? I mean, he produced. Was, is, he but, created a he, whole... No, but I'm saying, isn't he like Pomona or is? It, no, it was or is, Compton. I thought he was from Pomona or past. I'm pretty that's sugar, sure that's Sugar Free. Really? Are you sure? And a couple other I'm, artists. I'm gonna look. See, you're already getting <laughs> fact checked. I knew I was gonna need it. No, I thought I. I'm not he, sure why I said him first. I thought but, DJ Quick was either from um, Compton. Really? Yeah. You want to bet a shot on it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was born in Compton. You're right. Take a shot. <laughs> no. Yeah. I thought. I thought he was. Who's from Pomona then? Is it sugar free? Sugar free? Yeah. Sugar free. I mean, free? he's not from there, but that's what he represents. That's where I was born. You were yeah. born in Pomona? Yeah. Oh, really? See, but so oh, that's the thing. But Pomona's like borderline, right? It's borderline IE in LA. Is, is Pomona still county, LA County? It is, isn't it? I think so. I moved when I was yeah. super, super young. So yeah. I, I don't really claim it, but uh, I'll just put it I out. I did a lot of shows out there in, in Ontario. Okay. Ontario. I don't know if I you ever cool went up there. Out there, yeah. I did the the improv at the nice. Ontario Mills uh, Mall. That's like the only thing I love. I love that fucking club. It's more the people. Yeah. You know, I mean, the club right. was nice right. too, but the people was just like, 
you know, you get a good crowd. You, nothing fucking beats a good crowd. Definitely. You no. know? doesn't matter where you are. If the crowd is vibing or crowd yeah. is enjoying or receptive to what you got. Yeah. And it's you just could be fucking, anywhere. Yeah. I love seeing, especially like the, I think it's a, they talk about it a lot with artists, like the having control of, a, of an audience, you know? Like you see like Freddie Mercury being like, hey, yeah. oh, and everybody's <laughs> like, you know? Yeah following them whatever the hell they do and they know how to they know when to hit those like uh you know like the hype and the like where are you at and then oh, yeah. people are going fucking crazy just their presence they're, yeah they're, yeah yeah they're, so, and it's and it's cadence. kind of there's an art form to that you know because there are certain people that i've seen and i'm well i mean you're probably the perfect example or probably have way more examples of guys that you you think they're amazing but then you see them live and they're not great performers. But they are good musicians. They're just not great performers. Agreed. You know what I mean? There's a long list of that. <laughs> yeah. And Especially I think in the rap world, unfortunately. Yeah. You like sound good on record, but you might not have a band. You might not have any artistry. You might just have the backing track and, you know. Yeah. Kind of rap over what you are already said. Oh, I just saw a video of, uh, we're, we were talking about Anderson, Anderson Pac and uh, Bruno Mars in Vegas. Um, have you been to the Cosmo? I have in in Vegas. Yeah. Have, have you been to the barbershop, uh, the the speakeasy? Yeah. Yeah. So Bruno Mars went in there and performed. Oh my goodness. Yeah, oh, and, and that place is about as big as this room. <laughs> like it's not like it's it's small. Intimate. Yeah. Yeah, and it, he went in there. I was like, damn, that's that's fun. I like you know that's what I miss about living in L.A. though, because shit like that would happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just somewhere. There's just so many venues. People all live there, so they just yeah. roll out of bed and like, hey, I'm gonna play a pop up show, or hey, I'm gonna play a free show, or yeah, you know, there's just always something happening. Yeah. No matter the day of the week. Yes, yeah, I guess that's good and bad, though, right? I feel yeah. like in LA, it's always like, oh, who do you know, and and what where what were you doing last week? Yeah, you know what I mean. Where were you at? So it's like, but it's cool. It's fun. It's, it's just like, I feel like those stories, right? You hear about people, or just they're not. I guess they're not that crazy. I guess to lack of a better term, <laughs> I feel like it's shit like this, right? Like, oh yeah, you know. Like, you know, once this podcast makes it big, you know, after we publish this <laughs> we one, go viral. you know, but you know what I mean? Like you could have been like, yeah, I used, to, I went to, to record it at Ed's podcast and like, you know, like, I mean, hopefully something this becomes something, but then you like, you know, maybe you tell your kids because for me, I'm like, this is going to live on forever. Yeah. Whether I stop doing it in a year or, or like I do it for 20 years, this episode is just going to be there, you know, like that you did it, you know, like. I think it's really cool that you're doing it. I mean, you're getting interesting people on telling their stories. Yeah. I like Everybody's to, relatable in some way. And, exactly. And somehow. And it just strengthens your connection. So I think you're going to look back at this fondly, just at the diversity of yeah. who you've interviewed and friends yeah. amongst people you're I mean, inspired by. I mean, the fact that so. I've had, you know, 64, even when I got to a certain, I was like, damn, like, I, these are all, like, it's, it's humbling to say, like, um, I'm glad that all these people are actually willing to come and just sit down and talk to me. But yeah. I think it's also not a lot of people are talking to each other these days. I can agree with that. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? Without, like, a, 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 a distraction. And that's why I like putting on the headphones right you had the headphones you have the mic it's i feel official right yeah. now this is incredible <laughs> the only thing you're hearing is me right and, and yeah. yourself and your, your head so it, it makes you feel more like all right i have to be engaged in this conversation definitely right because nowadays you have people and they're like uh-huh yeah, yeah 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 i'm already yeah oh yeah no i'm listening and they're like on their phone and you're just kind of like all right fuck me right like right. you're just on your phone you know so like you want somebody's undivided attention definitely you know it's 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 a and yeah, you just learned so much about people too, you know? So, I, I mean, I guess it give us a little bit of a, of a rundown. You, you already said you were born in Pomona, but you, 
But I grew up in Northern California. Okay. Small town between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. It's called Meadow Vista, Auburn. Okay. Super small. Uh, Went to high school, junior college out that way. How many people were in your high school graduating class? Uh, 330. Wow. Which kind of sounds like a lot now, but I know it's not. Is it not a, even no. close? No, it's, I think we had like three thousand <laughs> or something like that in my class. And yeah. your graduating class? I think it was like maybe like two thousand. Oh I'm my probably looking at, Yeah, yeah. And then never mind. Yeah, I mean the town was only ten thousand people. Yeah, Auburn, so it was a very small town. Good you place to grow up, but uh, you know everybody, and yeah, uh, and everybody knows you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do nothing. Nope. nope. And so you went to school there. And I went then, to a junior college there, but then I moved to the Bay Area to finish my undergrad at San Jose State. Oh, okay. Oh, San Jose State, dude. It's fucking. It's. I remember. I've been a couple. I've been there a couple of times. I did the San Jose Improv. Oh, nice. That's the um, first that, place I ever saw a comedy show. Really? That's yeah. a nice venue. Gabriel that's a Iglesias. really nice venue. Yeah, it's. I love that venue. That's cool. That shit was fun. Um, Good location too. Very <laughs> central. I actually have a funny story. We went. We did a show there. And then after we went to what's the like the next one of the next streets and where there's like a bunch of bars too and second um, street first yeah street, probably Santa one of the, one of those Avenue. and uh, and this guy was like these guys are there like oh we saw you guys at the show blah 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 and he was like what are you drinking man he's like, I'm gonna buy you a drink this and that <laughs> and the whole night I think because I was at the clubs so I was you know they're giving us free drinks obviously yeah. I'm not paying and I think I was drinking like Jack and Cokes that night. And I was like, all right, man. Yeah, I was like, if you want to give me a drink, man, I've been drinking Jack and Coke all night. You know, he's like, all right, man, I'm going to get you a Bud Light. <laughs> what the fuck do you ask me for then? You should have just got yeah. me the beer and, you know, left it at that. Like, that I don't mind ball. that you, you, you're you like, maybe like, oh, that's too expensive. But if it is, you should have just bought it for me and yeah. like, you know, hey, here you go. Don't ask me what I'm drinking. <laughs> I know, you, I don't get it. What are you drinking? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'm going to get you a Bud Light, though. <laughs> That's incredible. I wasn't going to say no. I'm glad like, you had right. a good experience there, though. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful fucking venue. But I think that's one of the first, like, theaters that I did. Yeah. Because, and it's a different experience, you know, because because I feel that the true comedy at it, like, its, its finest form is the comedy club, right? Yeah. It's the, like, you know, 200, maybe tops 300 people. You know, but usually even if it's just like, you know, just a solid 100 people, just like in a little tiny fucking, you know, it's like the, like you heard of the, like the comedy cellar, they're like little fucking places, you know, and you just pack them out and, you know, it's, it's contagious. Yeah. You know, the laughter is contagious. So it's good to be in a room where there's just energy and you're just like, ah, you know. Definitely. I'm kind of surprised that now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of surprised San Diego, obviously there's great comedy clubs down here. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not an improv branded, uh club down here being that it is such a major city there isn't know. but the guy I, i'm pretty sure i'm not wrong about this but the guy that used to, to yeah yeah i don't know if i don't know if we can fact check it but i do know that um the guy that runs american comedy company okay. used to work for the improv oh so incredible. i think he started the american comedy company because he, you know had yeah. experience working at the improv um there is a laugh factory here now in downtown and all oh, those guys are associated with there's three laugh factories, one in Long Beach and then the one in on Sunset. Oliver, yeah. And then yeah, and then the one here. And that was a pretty nice club. The way that they set it up, it's downstairs. But yeah, improv. I mean, closest improv to here is Irvine? No. Ontario. Wait, maybe it is Irvine. I'm trying to because there's I know, one. I know you blocked that place out of your mind. No, <laughs> there's there's one in there's uh there's there's one in Brea too. Oh, I was okay. trying to figure it's so like Orange County, so I'm trying yeah, to figure yeah. out if Irvine's closer or the one in Brea is closer. 
That one was fun too. That one was the first improv I ever did. The Bray Improv. I was still living That's in San wild. Diego. Yeah, that nice. was fun. Yeah, there was a yard house right next door to it. Yard house is always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I went there. Do you know who Isai Morales is? Can't say. You ever seen the movie La Bamba? Of course. Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. He's Bob. Oh, he's Bob. He yeah, plays. Yeah. He, he he was also in Ozark. Have you ever seen Ozark? Yeah, yeah. So we did some shows at the at the brea improv and he was hosting them so he would just basically go up and do a little bit of crowd work and then somebody would yell richie and (laughs) (laughs) and then like you just bring us up but it was cool hanging out with him and like you know like to me um it was like a he was one of the persons that i met that i was like oh my god i can't believe i'm meeting this guy yeah and I've met like fucking, you know, Chris Rock. I've met like, you know, just yeah. like, hey, what's up? But I was more starstruck. That I was like, oh, my God, this yeah, guy. Like a hero. You know oh, what I, I mean? Know. Like a guy that looks like me, a brown yeah. guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Can so I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, it was just very Because I think he, because he wasn't as famous, he seemed more like a rarity. Yeah, the, you know, earth, well, not just that, but like a rarity. Like, you yeah. know, I mean? you, you see, you hear about, you know, Brad Pitt's fucking doing this. He's doing that. He's doing this, doing that. And this is like, you don't see this guy often. So you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's kind of a mystery. Yeah, guy. yeah. But he does, he does he does pretty well, I think, you know. Um, but, I mean, you went to, so you went to San Jose State. That's how we ended up here. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went out there for oh, oh, a few times. And I remember I was on that. I was like, basically, I think there's like a Jack in the Box or something. Yeah, I love it. And then they were like, oh, it's like the the entrance to San Jose State's like right yeah. there. I was it's like, very, what the hell? It's very central. Yeah, it's I like, had never been to San Jose uh, before going to San Jose State, but it ended up turning into be an awesome experience. Uh, yeah, I want you went there. Big city for, for for the first time, and then uh, you know, in the big picture, there's a lot more fun cities in the Bay Area. But uh, starting out, it was a cool experience, and the yeah. camp, the campus is beautiful, and. Uh, yeah i really enjoyed my time there yeah i mean i mean san jose i i don't think i all i, I never went to the actual campus it was like yeah i went it's to like not, conferences and shit yeah, there yeah. too and then not the, that many people went there that i know i kind of was going off the beaten path of just like i knew i needed to go to a csu yeah san francisco is too expensive i was kind of heart set on fullerton and then i went there and i was like yeah this isn't for me at oh you time. went to fullerton I was debating it. I was. Oh, I, okay. That's where I re- really wanted to go originally, but then I went to check out the campus, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd rather be in the Bay Area than LA yeah. at the time." So, I mean, but then I ended up moving to LA after the fact. So it all you could have been. A, you could have been at DTF, bro. You never went to downtown Fullerton. <laughs> I did during grad school, but that's yeah, pretty uh, crazy. Oh, you went. To, so where did you go to grad school? University of San Francisco, but I was at their satellite program in Orange County, kind of near mm. Chapman orange area so okay so you got close be- to dtf but uh i was a little too old to be in the dtf scene best of both time. worlds yeah best of both worlds you did the yeah it kind of came full circle of being in the bay then being in la when i thought i was going to go to la first but but you did you live in la or in orange county i lived in the west side of la so westchester near loyola marymount oh okay and then, uh, like hawthorne uh lawndale area right next to uh do you ever go to uh did you ever go to the turtle races i did brennan's, <laughs> brennan's. i did mm. go to that once that's uh quite a sight yeah it's inter- interesting fun. spot my uh my nephew has a, a turtle a turtle <laughs> a tortoise tortoise it's called yeah. tortoise because i think they use turtles there yeah he has a no, tortoise it's, a, it's quite a spectacle i mean a lot of lmu kids go there a lot of people you know it's a cool novelty yeah. item but uh so you were, what did you get your master's in? Sport management, business oriented, not okay. like kinesiology based. So hospitality, marketing, business. Oh, okay. 
route. And that's how you got into the music business or? More or less, yeah. I mean, uh, in undergrad, I did PR and I worked for a bunch of teams. And then grad school, I started working for agencies and kind yeah. of coming full circle with working at venues. So there's a lot of overlap between the two industries. Between the sports between and music? music? Yeah. What do you, where, where do you see that overlap? Uh, just because if you're at an, working at an arena, there's a sports tenant there, but they still do concerts. So if you're on the venue side of things, oh, okay. you're representing all the events that come there type of yeah. thing. Unless if you specifically work for the team, if you're on the venue side, yeah, uh, one day might be wrestling, the next day might be a concert, the day after that you might have a, a basketball game. So Oh, okay. So you have to be kind of like... Just, yeah, flexible. You have different tours coming through. Part of everything that's going through there? Yeah, because you're representing the building. You're not representing a specific artist or a specific team. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you obviously got into it. Like, initially, why did you... Why, was it because of the sports that you wanted to do, or...? Kind of, sort of, yeah. I mean, growing up, I thought working for an NBA team was, like, my ultimate dream. Yeah. I was fortunate to intern for the warriors and then i also worked for the sharks during undergrad oh. so that kind of got my sports that's what i was gonna fix. say the sharks play right there too right <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's like a beautiful right venue it's a great venue yeah um so that got my first experience and then i was like oh i want to be a sports agent that was kind of my ultimate goal oh you and then i'll and the then ari I'll, gold <laughs> you seen entourage yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my my mentor in grad school one of the professors was like marty you're too nice and uh it's just kind of a different uh breed to be a sports agent so i kind of uh pivoted and and kind of took into account things that i was good at along with things i was interested that would yeah work better for my uh skill set long term so eh, i mean i think it i think sports agents it's tough because you could represent an athlete but they could go you don't have these crazy contracts between them if they go to a bigger agent you're kind of left in the dust so you're supporting a lot of their draft process and getting recognized and represented and sponsorships yeah. but if somebody bigger in the industry comes along they don't have to be committed to you and then also agencies well, why just, why not i mean why not there's no Could contract it? between you and them oh it happens it's okay it happens <laughs> <laughs> it happens yeah yeah no so so but why why there can't be or i mean there can be but say i'm representing you you're yeah. you're a star athlete yeah and then all of a sudden ari gold comes and he says i can give you this that i know all these people in hollywood yeah whereas me i'm your friend from college and yeah. you know you believe in me because we drank beers in the dorms together and i got my degree and and so yeah. forth are you going to stick with me because i'm your friend or are you going to go with ari gold because he's got all these uh opportunities that for our, our i mean but that's just that that can happen anywhere is my point you know what I mean? Like that can, you know, you're going into in entertainment, anything you could say, well, I want to go with this guy, you know, cause they have more, yeah, more resources and connections and whatnot, you know, but a lot of the times it's like, like I found this out as more, the more I've, I've, uh, progressed in my career is like a lot of the times, a lot of these big agencies or stuff like that, they don't really have much more. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least I've noticed that, you know, yeah, and that it depends on the agency, but you know, you can intern and move your way up, but a lot of times it's hard to, uh, you got to kind of well, get the experience. Not in that sense. I'm talking about over. like in resources or experience. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times you have like interns who started there and they've only been there and they only know how shit works there yeah. as opposed to somebody who like, Hey, I know I've, I've been roughing it. I've been doing it on my own. Kind of how you said, but sometimes I can respect somebody that like, 
I didn't go to college. I didn't do this. And I learned this business on my own and I've made money and I pay my bills and I know how to like, I know what you deserve. Yeah. And I know these guys are just going to try to fuck you over. They're going to try to charge you 20%. I only do it for 10. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So because they're like, well, yeah, it's 20, but we're making you, you know, a hundred percent more, you yeah. know? And so that's how they end up fucking you over, you know? True. I feel like to me, I've always wanted to get a strong like business acumen Right then, I can go and do whatever the fuck I want. You always yeah. hear of like you know Richard Pryor or like an artist that like their accountant cleaned them out. You know was, yeah. was, why? Why don't you know what the hell's going on with your money? Yeah, no, you got to be money. Smart you know what I mean? You got to at least know a little bit. Like what's Excel? Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, just sports as well. Just I mean, I still like sports, but yeah, working a season, working you know game after game, you know, it kind of gets a little repetitive it's still fun still got yeah. a lot of perks but music i mean music's just very powerful we might all listen to different type of music but just working in the music industry now yeah um, it's evolved so much and you're in the business of putting on fun yeah you're in the business of putting on fun in, in sports as well but it's it's very seasonal and segmented whereas music yeah year-round type of uh yeah things yeah i think uh, i mean one thing that I, one reason that I also didn't keep going down the route of like comedy is also a lot of the touring and stuff. Like it's a lot of it's not fun. I mean, it wasn't fun to me to be in yeah. like some shitty hotel room. You know, obviously you do it because you're going to get to perform for people yeah. and stuff. You I kind of want to experience that once just to see that perspective of it working on the venue side so long. Yeah. You know, there's still different avenues of the industry that I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. Like touring, you're saying? Like touring and even just being in a studio and watching the creative process of, yeah. you know, yeah, and that's, artists creating what they, you know, before it yeah. becomes a final product. There's a lot that goes into it. But I could totally see where you're relating from. Like, yeah. It sounds glamorous being on the road and changing, but you're changing time yeah, you zones. Get to see you get different tired. cities and you're just like, you get to a city and you're like, fuck it. I just want to go to my room and yeah. lay down. It's because it's always a whirlwind. It's not like you're there for an extended time where you can get acclimated. You're yeah. arriving the day of the show, you perform, and then the next day you're on the road again. So yeah, exactly. It's definitely a grind. And there's some artists out there that not only cover big major markets, but all the small towns in between. And I think it's really impressive that instead of a normal 40 50 shows they'll play 60 to 80 shows and that's incredible yeah just like work ethic too wasn't uh, uh james brown was like yeah i don't know how many He's shows he was doing a year but he was still doing shows even till the day he died right yeah some artists just you know it's in their in their bloodline and their passion yeah age doesn't really deter them they and he didn't and it. he was also like a he wasn't just standing up there on a, in front of a microphone right no, he, was he was going fucking sweating was and crazy yeah that's wild like but again like it, it's fun i mean i you know when i was doing it it's it's a, it's a great time you know and for that for those moment that you're you're entertaining people you know but it's like when they say like oh the top is so lonely is that same you know kind of like it's true because you're like you said it's sitting in a fucking studio <laughs> strong yeah. uh sitting in the studio right like that, that's why i like this because like if you're collaborating it's cool right but like yeah i don't know i don't know if if, if it takes the fun out of it if it's you know well i want you to resume comedy just so i could say i seen you once live <laughs> and you can retire do again, some stand-up because you're one of the funniest people i know and i want you to know that, I, it's, that it's funny like, i mean it's, it's fun right i mean i appreciate the compliment i'm terrible at accepting compliments so i appreciate no, it <laughs> good, but you're funny just at the bar i can only imagine you on a stage with you know that's a material and that's how stuff. i like I to do my stand-up though yeah. i like to do it like if i'm just sitting at the bar yeah that's how i like that's how oh. 
even the, the last guy I had on, he he saw me when I was I performed at uh, John Lo John Lovitz used to have oh, a nice uh, venue in the City Walk Universal. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the weirdest venue though. That it was really weird. It was like, <laughs> imagine the music box. Okay. But you're facing the side of it. Oh wow! So imagine the music box, but sideways. That's interesting. Yeah, that would be. So and then this there's a stage. So there's people down there. And then there's people like slightly up and then there's people way up there. It's yeah, kind of weird for com comedy. Yeah. You know, cause it's like, Hey guys, they're not going up there. You know, in the theater, at least it's like, you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of scaled and it's yeah. in a good perspective. I don't know if you've ever been to Madison square garden, but no. they, they have like their third deck is like overhanging. Just, I'm not good with heights. I know I'm tall and it might yeah. come as a shock, but they have a level that's upper deck that is like, just free hanging and you're just like on <laughs> was it like the like, roller coaster at the stratosphere yeah, or was so like hanging like, off I, the I edge might, i don't know if i'd enjoy an event here like yeah the ticket price might be cheaper but just the way it's set up and the viewpoint i'm like no thanks yeah i might, I might watch this on tv uh, yeah I'm, I'm a huge uh, boxing fan okay and i've gone to a few boxing matches but it's like like uh one of my buddies wanted to go see the canelo fight that's coming oh, up nice. in september yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, let's just go. I'm like, dude, if we're not like in the middle or like close to the like, I was like, I'm not trying to be a snob, but I've but been to enough boxing matches that yeah. I know we're just paying to watch it on the big screen. Yeah. And you are, you got the energy of the stadium, which is, which is dope. But, you know, at that yeah. point, I, since I do like boxing, I, a big part of me likes watching it on TV, too, because then you get the angles, right? Like, oh, yeah. shit, he did hit him or yeah. he didn't hit him. Because sometimes a lot of the times when you're in the venue, there's like even like a, a miss. Yeah, there's too many. And then and yeah, but, ooh, yeah. people like nothing. Ha I'm just looking at people like nothing <laughs> happened. Like, like he, they, they think that he actually got tagged, but he didn't. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Or like he slipped and like, oh, I saw he slipped, you know, and the people way up there can't really see that. They're like, oh, shit, he dropped him. Who's your favorite? You know what I mean? Who's your favorite boxer? Oh, man, that's a hard one. Give me a couple. I do love Triple G. I did. Okay. I, I saw Triple G kind of on his rise, you know. Um, I think that, you know, he, he was bringing back like that brawling type yeah. of boxing, you know, which, you know, for the longest, right before him, the biggest, most famous boxer was Mayweather. Right. But Mayweather's not known for brawling. He's known for yeah. having great Dancing. defense and Dancing you know what I mean? And he's a good, I mean, Hey, he's a good boxer. I think, I, I mean, he's not as entertaining, but he's, he's a good boxer. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he's going to make you work. Like, it's not, it's not easy for you not to get hit, you know? So he's good for, like, from a boxing standpoint, he's a good boxer. Yeah. For entertainment, it's not always the most exciting thing, right? To not see a guy get hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Around the ring. You're just kind of like, ah, come on, man, you know? Yeah. But it, it's, as a boxer, that's, if anything, it's probably better for him too, right? These guys are getting yeah. knocked in the head all the time, you know? Um, older, older boxers, you have, like, you know, Roberto Duran. Have you ever seen that, like the documentary about him and um, he, he fought a uh, Sugar Sugar Ray Leonard? Ooh. Yeah, like way way yeah. back in the days, and basically he was like the first one to like like beat him, and then he got he got basically hit by the celebration bug. <laughs> he just went too hard, yeah. started partying because he was a champ, and then just Sugar wanted to do like a like hey, well, I want to rematch as quick as possible. Yeah. And they even did it quicker than usual, and he was just wasn't in shape, you know. 
Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. So, but he, he is one of those great. And you have your Julio Cesar Chavez, of course, you know, obviously that I think that's, that's who was in my time that was like everywhere when I was a kid. If you could pick any venue to go to a boxing event, where would you pick? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've gone to the the forum. Yeah, that's cool. a couple of times, nice. and that's that's a nice venue um, because that's it's just historic. You know, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's also historic for the Lakers. Yeah, a lot of people forget that that's where the Lakers used to play. Yep. You know, so that one's it's it's a nice venue. Um, I liked. I also went to the Honda Center. Nice. I think that one's really. It's just a really nice venue. It's like it's even got like marble floors and shit. It's like it's super nice. Yeah. You know, one thing that I keep telling people, and this is outside of, of boxing, but we were just talking about this, was Peco Park. Like people go like go to Dodger Stadium and, and compare it to Peco Park. Not even close. Yeah. It's like and then it's, but there is a lot of history at Dodger Stadium. Of course. That's how they try to they try and to they've, justify. They've, <laughs> they've done a good job revamping their food. I have my friend works in the director of operations there, but um. Yeah, yeah, if you can hard, get there. Hard to, yeah, that's true. If you can get into the stadium, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I did enjoy it. I mean, it's a cool stadium. It's good. It's, it's an good old school historic stadium. Wise, and I, Reminds me of Qualcomm. Yeah. You know. Well, the, the arena that I used to go to all the time as a kid, they just started demolition on it. So even though Dodger Stadium might not be the uh, fanciest, newest venue, uh, there's just something about older ballparks, older yeah, arenas yeah. that you just, that history. Yeah. That, you know. Of it, course. It, you, you don't have to be a fan of the team, but just all of the players that have come through and played there like, yeah of course it's an incredible test i think i think i mean I, on that note i was like seeing people like freaking out about the whole staple center thing yeah, that was yeah. crypto and they were like no like staple center so it's and i was like you know it's not going anywhere right yeah, <laughs> they're just changing the name I was like, that's more common you know? now you know there's a lot of naming rights sponsors yeah venues change names i mean Staples Center was Staples Center forever. People are going to call that forever. Just like down yeah. here, people are going to call it the sports arena. They're not going to call it every new name that it's been. Yeah. Well, we were just the freaking, I know it as the Coors Amphitheater. Yeah. That's what it used to be like yeah. way back in the days. Right there. Yeah. And then it was like Sleep Train, Mattress Firm, and now it's North Island. It's cricket, like, cricket. You know. Oh, it was Cricket. Yeah, see? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of phases, but it's cool that there's corporate sponsors. But yeah, some people just refer it to yeah what they know it i mean for me up. qualcomm was always jack murphy yeah you know it was jack murphy stadium or jack murphy field they were like in whatever would you say you're a bigger padres fan or a bigger chargers fan <sighs> when it was i'd say chargers yeah i was never I, i've i've gotten into baseball a little bit in my older years um but before i i'll be i'll be completely honest and i know a lot of people are gonna hate me for but i'm not the biggest sports fan like i just okay i just i know i get like i get people that are like i just i don't know it just it's too much sometimes i agree so many games and so you're like oh fuck like you just see this game you see i'm like no i i I couldn't you know for baseball the seasons are so long and then fan behavior people all running on the field doing dumb stuff yeah uh, you know fans think they're entitled they just throw beers on people they'll run on the field they'll fight each other even though they're rooting for the same team just because they can't handle that alcohol like but that's one thing i haven't understand everywhere yeah i don't understand either is like like there's people that trash talk right like i'm not on the team and you're not on the fucking team <laughs> right like i'm not making any decisions you're not making yo you got fucking this guy and he fucking sucks and you're mm, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. we're gonna kick your ass you're not gonna do anything they're, they're just I'm, gonna I'm play de- you know I'm what i mean dealing that right with right now with as a browns fan with deshaun watson like i didn't sign this guy 
I don't want to root for him. <laughs> it's my team. I was uh, I was at the massage parlor, but I was over there. Yeah, I, I was, was like, <laughs> I was in the other room. Um, so yeah, it's a little hard to separate fandom from being a professional in the industry to, you know, you know what else? I mean, being associated with every move they make when you have zero, yeah. Zero well, control. now that you're older too, you're like, imagine when you were 20, 21 years old. Some of these athletes, that's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're, heroes. they're like the biggest fucking. They're super famous, right? Like Kobe, fucking was seventeen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's a seventeen-year-old. I was fucking. I was an idiot when I was seventeen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is pretty wild, especially as like you said, the older we get, and they all stay the same age. Like I love March Madness. Those are all yeah. 18, 19, 20 year olds. I keep getting older, but March yeah. Madness keeps <laughs> staying the same. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like whoa. Oh right. Really, yeah, it's like what am I even rooting for? I mean, yeah, it's an, it's a, I guess I, I do, I do like it. And I do like, like my nephew's really into baseball. And I was telling my brother, I was like, dude, when I was his age, I was like, he's like, oh, that's fucking, you know, that's, that's Manny Machado. And he plays fucking, you know, first base or and that's Tatis and this and that. And, the, and then they got the pitcher and I'm like, how do you know all these guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's I mean, watching, would, he's learning. He, he, he's interested in it. Yeah. You know? I just moved this past week, and I still have all my baseball sports cards saved. So oh, yeah? sometimes I'll go down memory lane and just be like, "Man, see, I had X, I had X Men cards. Okay. I had like you know, like but you'll just see these players, and you're like, man, I forgot about them.' But it's just like a time capsule of yeah, you know, some of your favorite players over the years are just gonna stay the same, and time goes on, and you're just gonna go reminisce about their glory days. And, and that, so that, the thing is, I have a good memory too. Yeah. But for those stuff, I just couldn't. You remember your favorite X-Men like especially character? Yeah, especially <laughs> like, you know, stats and shit. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. how do you know this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how? Yeah, yeah you fucking hit none of any home runs and this and that. And see, that's why, that's another reason, too, where like, because I was just talking to somebody about this, about like, about like work ethic, right? And like, oh, well. Cause we were talking about like uh, um, Mexicans and like, Oh, like Mexicans work hard. And I was like, yes, and this is a very controversial opinion. So I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't know if we're uh, yeah, ready. ready for well, this. It, no, because it's, because it, I think that, and I've, I've been, you know, victim of it myself. Right. Like I used to work at in and out. Yeah. Right. I've been and to I it. used to fucking, I used to, yeah, exactly. And it, I used to, I used to like work really hard, right? Like I used, we used to you fucking get bus loads of people. You don't work hard anymore? You no, not, the, fuck, not the same as, no, not the same as I did then. Fucking all greasy. My point <laughs> is like, I'm like you, there's people that work hard, right? But they, yeah. they're never, they, or not never, but they don't get to that next level because they just expect that their work is just, just because they're hard workers, it's going to come to them. Yeah. And I took it took something for me to click for me to realize that that's not really how it works. Yeah. Right. Like the hardest working person doesn't always get the the spoils of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to. There's a next level to it of like you know be strategic. Like for example, you know, I thought it like talking to you. I was like, wait, Marty, what do you do? But you're like, well, I'm, I got an interest in this, and I do this, and I like this, and that, which is good, right? Because you're not you're creating different revenues of, of income, yeah. right? And different streams that, like, you know, you're not just pigeonholed to one thing. Yeah. And I don't think anybody is, but a lot of people think that they have to, right? Not Everybody's not just, oh, you're just an HR person. Yeah. It's like, no, you're, like, I always, I, people come to me to, like, help them with their resumes or something. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can do all this other shit, too, if you wanted to, because you're doing the same thing here. Yeah, it's so common. But they're now just not have, aware, right? Yeah. 
It's so common now to have a side hustle, other yeah. interests. I mean, my mom was a nurse for 40 years, and obviously during our parents' generation, it was very common to stay at the same employer for yeah. X amount of years. You retire and you're done. Yeah. For the industry I'm in with music and working for Live Nation, like you're there for a couple of years, and then it's such a small world, but people move on to different opportunities. Or yeah. You, or you get promoted from within, and then, hey, you know, I'm a director now at yeah. Live Nation as instead of a manager, and, you know, we're really great on hiring internally but people's interests you know their business yeah outlook changes every few years it's not hey i'm gonna sit here for 20 years collect this 401k and then yeah i I think a lot of places are or people are resentful too right when you're like you work for me marty and then you're like well i'm gonna go work for fucking iHeartRadio now yeah because they offered me this and that like a lot of people are like well what the fuck i'm yeah i'm like dude go do your thing like yeah you always you know? want the best for people. And, yeah, and because it, then it's like, now I got to hit up somebody at iHeartRadio. Fucking Marty's over there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and you have good relationships with people. Yeah, it's all, especially the industry I'm in, it's all relationship oriented. Yeah. You know, people are moving and shaking, changing companies, you know, moving cities. But um, at the end of the day, we're all in it for the same same thing. And yeah, it's cool saying, hey, I know Marty, he's over here. Or, hey, I know Ed, he's, yeah. he's at iHeart now. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. You keep those re- the relationships out la- outlive, you know. The that's what you want, you know. I think a lot of people. That's that's what. That's my point to like a lot of people just put their heads down and work. Yeah, and they're not making those relationships right, and then yeah. they're like, "Well, why did Marty go over there?" Isn't that well? I mean, he's talking to people, and you, yeah, you know, he's doing what he has to do at work, but then he's doing a little bit extra in that way. You're doing a little bit of extra work. But he's doing extra work differently by meeting Definitely. people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, my, my path was not easy. I'm, it wasn't, hey, I graduated. Hey, yeah. I did an internship and now I've, I've got it made. There were roadblocks. There were times yeah. I had to pivot. There were opportunities I thought were going to be long-term that ended up being short-term, you know. That's why I kind of take pride in, with my grad school, you know, being a mentor to people that are coming out. I get reached out to a lot on LinkedIn, yeah. you know, and I want to share my story. I want to help people because I was in their shoes once in a classroom yeah. having these big dream ideas. And, you know, what, what, where do I go to? And I, I think LinkedIn's incredible, to be honest. Yeah, I like LinkedIn. As a networking tool, because you shouldn't just be asking, hey, can you hire me, blah, blah, blah. It's about the relationships and learning. You yeah. Know, maybe you might have this idea in your head of how cool a company is, but after interviewing, or kind of seeing what the core, you know, elements of a job is, you might be like, oh, I like part of that, but I also like over here, you know, yeah. this company. So you can really kind of feel it out as far as where your passions lie, what the company culture is. If you align so with forth, it, yeah. If you align with it. And, you know, I just really like helping others, like you said, resume, mentorship, yeah. whatever, because there's... I think especially those that don't know, right? You're mm-hmm. like, it's some very simple twitches and their, you know, tweaks that you can make to your resume can Definitely. make it be a I used to better. have a very long resume. I'd be pretty embarrassed if you, uh, yeah. Put Mine's my one page. Online. Yeah, one no, page. I, I'm good with that fact now, but I just had so many random seasonal jobs, part-time jobs. I had, but six, then I adjust too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't put everything on my resume. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I had five jobs and six Podcaster. classes. <laughs> <laughs> I had five jobs and six classes my last year of undergrad. So if I only, included those jobs and then everything. five jobs yeah it was a you lot you got me beat i think i had that was most i had time. once was three. Oh yeah but it was you know it sounds like crazy but it's like you're working a little bit here a little bit. you know what yeah. i mean you're not like working every single fucking hour yeah but that was like so when i started college i was working like six days at in and out you know because i was like fuck it i want to make more money i wanted to go to tj and party and yeah. buy bottles on <laughs> bottles on bottles you know <laughs> 
man. <laughs> I was waiting for that to come. Out. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And so, but I, I think after my second semester at state, I got into academic probation. Oh wow! You know, and I was like, oh Rebellious. shit. Because, yeah. like, I mean, again, this is, I'm not trying to fucking toot my own horn, but to me, high school wasn't a difficult thing. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, and I'm sure to you it wasn't like a, you know, I, I let me just, let me rephrase that. I know that if I would have applied myself, I could have done better in high school. Yeah. But I still ended up in college. I still, you know what I mean? There's people that went to fucking Berkeley. There's people that went to Stanford. And I went to state. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I want I didn't want to put myself at risk. Yeah. I didn't want to take this fucking calculus class I'm, i already knew i sucked at math right well <laughs> yeah, to some degree i guess hard. better than other people that couldn't do you know simple math but like i knew i wasn't also calculus math yeah i was like do i go and take calculus and put myself at risk of maybe failing yeah. it or, or getting you, a d or do you lay it up and just do the basic requirement and that's keep what, it moving that's what i did and that's, that's what, what i was always <laughs> that's what i was always doing i was always looking looking for a way you know yeah. it's like I had a little bit of a tough transition, not from high school to college. I mean, moving away was definitely its own thing, but yeah. I went to a really small private school for kindergarten to eighth grade. So going to a public high school where it's like oh. a little, little crazier, a little more yeah. free spirited, uh, I would say kind of eighth grade to freshman year, I was a little more sheltered than a lot of my peers. And I, I imagine a lot of my classmates yeah. would feel the same way, but you know, I adjusted, but I, I kind of had a tough time with that transition and junior year really clicked like, Hey. I need to do this X, Y, and Z yeah. to, you know, get there. And I knew I was probably going to go to junior college to start out. So I didn't yeah. have to be as on it as far as, you know, I have to have this grade yeah. to make it to this university. But, um, we all kind of hit those. But at least you, ke you kept it, you kept it moving, you know? Yeah, you kept, definitely kept it moving. Yeah. Definitely, you know, kept pushing forward. But, you know, there are times where you're like, I still have a nightmare one. <laughs> it's kind of ironic, <laughs> but, uh, I thought I didn't graduate college for the longest time because I couldn't find my graduation like form slip thing, you know, the degree that they put in the frame. And oh, the, the, the yeah, diploma. diploma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've had, I had nightmares after undergrad. You, that that you I, lost that, it? Yeah. Cause I didn't have it. And it was in my brother's attic in Long Beach. And, oh, uh, I just randomly but had it, stuff. You don't there. have to bring it to an interview. <laughs> no, you don't. But at the same time, I would just be like, wait, did I really finish school? You know, like it was this weird sensation yeah. of, you know, I know you never look at that piece of paper ever, yeah. but I didn't feel like I had that tangible thing to say, Hey, yeah, you know, I finished college. And there's this randomly. It was in an attic for a couple of years that it uh, out of sight, out of mind. And there's a meme of like out. some gorilla. I don't know if you've seen it. He's like eating or something. And then he just stops and just looks. And it's like, it says like on top, like when you're just, when you're just chilling, and then you're like, you, you're, Hey, where, where's my birth certificate? You're like, you're just like, you know what I mean? Like out of nowhere, you're just thinking yeah. like, where, where is that? Like, you're just like, wait a minute, you right. know? So that's kind of the same thing. Like Def that same vibe of like, yeah, out of nowhere, you're like, wait, where the fuck's my diploma? Like, <laughs> you're like, ah, fuck it. I don't, I think I know where my, I think my high school diploma is at my brother's, but I'm just like, I know where my other one is. You know, I know where yeah. the college one is. So if yeah. they, like, they asked me for the, you might not have finished high you know, school, but yeah, you definitely like, finished I college. I went to college. <laughs> like you know, yeah, it all working worked out. So yeah, I mean, and that's again for me, college was like a learning experience of just like you know, it like like I always have a friend that's like always like, oh, well, you went to college. I mean, you think they're just teaching us all this shit in college? <laughs> you just think they just teach us everything about everything? If you go you back know? to college, what's one thing you would change? Oh fuck damn 
You want to host, dude? Well, you're a good mean, host. You're good. No, good you got back, good questions. Good back and I'm like, you're good questions. Damn. Well, I, I honestly, I wouldn't. I don't like. I, I don't like to, and I hate to do that. It's cliche, but I don't like to think of like what yeah. I would change. You know, because I feel like I had a I had a good time. That's good. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I did what I had to do. Um, I think you know, I and I joined. I, I joined a fraternity. You know, and I think that was one of the best decisions of my life that I made, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of people see it in a, you know, there's especially people who are not in it and not to talk yeah, shit about you, them. You don't want to talk to but, me about fraternities. Are you you're in a fraternity? Or? No. Okay. Well, hell I'm not gonna, no. no, but exactly. <laughs> hell no. Why not? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think like a lot of those guys, I made lifelong friendships, you know? Yeah. No, I and I always tell people that. like, um, um, and it's different because there are some organizations that are just gigantic organizations that there's no personal touch. There's no like yeah. actual like you know no, a lot community. Of them, a lot there. of them serve a purpose. A lot of them are great networking tools. Yeah. A lot of them are. Well, a lot if of you're them moving are moving to a new city and or join a fraternity. I have instant yeah. friends right away instead of like, oh, I hope I meet somebody in class. Well, and I think like, it's I have still, a lot of friends that are in it. I just never join. It's one. still you know it's still subjective right yeah. like it's still like there's a hundred guys or whatever it's like you're oh you guys are all my friends out no it's still the same yeah. shit it's still like any other friend group right like i get along with this guy i don't get along with that guy yeah. but you know there's a there's a certain there's a camaraderie and there's obviously a brotherhood like for like for like military or like police officers stuff like that yeah. you want to have that brotherhood to know that no matter what even after even if i hey i don't like the way this guy does x y and z but if shit hits the fan, you know that back. he's got your back, yeah, right? Definitely. Like, and so that's always a good feeling to just know that, like, hey, like, hey, you know, and I have you know, just my network. Just to, if I'm down, I can reach out to my network, or if I need something, right? Like, hey, I got this legal trouble, or I got this or that. Oh, you do? I can reach out. I kind of do, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, you know, just you have those resources yeah. available, and and again, like you have the friendships, and also because I was in in university. Right. And there wasn't a lot of people like me in university. Right. Like, yeah, there's a lot of I have to roll my R like three times to say my whole name. <laughs> people wouldn't say my name correctly. That's why I go by Ed. I don't go by Eduardo. Right. So it's like I had like classes where like I was like, oh, man, I'm the only, you know, Mexican guy in here, you know. And it, and so that that was one. Of, so I would say one thing I would change. I would say I wish I would have joined sooner because it gave me a sense of belonging at a university campus yeah. and i know people that went to san diego state and they don't know where like x y and z is at they don't know about this they don't know i'm like how do you not know that yeah because they just went to class and went home like they yeah. didn't have a sense of belonging at the university and it was probably you know? good that you joined because that's a new set of friends whereas you growing up down here it would have been like oh i just gonna resort back to my yeah, and regular I friends, and I like, still have friends. Mix of like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna meet people that I'm actually. Yeah, and then like you know, with. like you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I need a, you know, guys will say like, oh, I want to date a girl with a degree or something, and I'm like, yeah. for me, I never even thought about it because I'm like, well, all these girls got degrees, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It wasn't like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like a it prerequisite is, or anything, yeah. you know, it was like every and everybody was trying for something more. That's one thing I do miss about LA. Cause even even if some even if some people are a little bit delirious about their hopes and dreams, everyone's shooting for something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And LA is what you make it. Like, yeah, people that I give a hard time about LA for, you know, they'll be like, Marty, what are you talking about? You don't like LA? And no, LA like 
it really made me get my hustle going. Yeah. And you can't give into the stereotypes. LA is what you make it. If you're interested in this and you're pursuing that, yeah. there's millions of people in LA, you know, yeah. and there's so many opportunities. So it is what you make it. You can't be like, oh, there's only pop culture people. There's only this. Yeah. There's so many industries. I mean, that's a big part there. of LA, obviously the entertainment industry. Yeah. You know, but there's so many industries. There's so yeah. many companies headquartered there. Yeah, of course. Um, so, you know, it is what you make it. But the good part now is, you know, obviously now as you get older too, it's like, do you want to be in the mix of it? I used to be in the mix in the fucking thick of it. And, you know, like I said, going to events and be like, oh shit, like yeah. who's here, you know? But now it's like, I'm willing to like, just kind of do things on my own, be a little bit more chill, more laid back. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I love it here just because you have the big city amenities, but it's laid back. Yeah. And LA's two hours away. We could go there for a given weekend, get all of that yeah, out of yeah, our system, yeah. and come back without being in the day to day grind of it. Traffic. Yeah. So. I I had a couple of panic attacks in traffic. I was just like, I lost half my hair in traffic. <laughs> Look at this balding right I was here. Like, that's, fuck. LA, that's LA traffic. I was like, what if I have like, what if I have a heart attack right now? Like, what? Yeah. If, like, how are they gonna get to me? I'm right. on the 405. Like, there's no exit for like quarter mile. Like, it, it, it took just, me two hours once to go from. Hawthorne Lawndale area on 405 to Santa Monica. It's like 10 miles. It took me two hours. One really? Time. Yeah. I, I think I got to beat, but, really? but it was more specific. It was, I was going, uh, the one, one, is it the 134? Oh, that's a pretty highway. That's, well, that's all right. 134. It's okay to be stuck. 101 to the five. Oof. Right. To yeah. the five. So going, going south on the five and I was on the ramp that was going to go into the five yeah. and they were going to do construction there and there was an accident. I was oh. on that ramp for like an hour. <laughs> Like there's a couple of there. random tangent, but there's some scary ramps on uh, in there's LA. Some scary ramps. <laughs> because you're just like elevated going way high, like the 91 going super high into the sky. And then all of a sudden you just like 91, uh, kind of 710 County 710 is not 710 to the 91. Sure. I forget what part of 91. 710, I always think of just because people go into the, to the port for Long Beach. So you're just mm. sandwiched in between a bunch of semis. It's not as scary, I, but you're just like, one oh, time man, I was, there's a million semis around I me. I was on I the 710 merge. once, and this guy, like, I was changing lanes, and there was a car there, and I came back. Oh, wow. And he freaked out, but I didn't touch him. You know, like, I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, it got too close to him. Yeah. And he went up on the thing. I'm like, looking in the mirror, like, ah! I was like, this guy's going to flip over. <laughs> and he chased me down. And I was like, I pulled over. And I was like, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, you snap. I was like, where did I hit you? Right. I was like, I get that I scared you. But I was like, I it technically, yeah, I was like, I'm not liable that you just went, ah, you oh, yeah. know? And I got so, passed in the emergency lane. That was like one of the first times I was like, oh, these drivers are different down here. Like, oh. people aren't in their regular lane. They just use the emergency lane, drive the normal. Have speed. you driven in Mexico? I haven't driven. I've been in mexico a lot but yeah i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's a whole nother beast and but, i mean i didn't drive there either but being in new zealand and being on the opposite side of the oh. road where you're just like i know it's common to be on the other yeah, side of the road yeah. in different countries but that was kind of a trip to me where i'm like whoa where are we going or why am was I the car flipped too or yeah okay yeah so that's kind of a different that's weird of like, the sh of like shifting too yeah and then your legs wild. get all you yeah. like driving to mexico or no I kind of do to some extent. Okay. It, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of the times you don't have the same bullshit. Yeah. Like you don't have the like, like, hey, like, let me in. And everybody's like, you're a little bit ahead of me. You go. Right. It's like, you, it's just like, 
people know how to merge better and if you don't go somebody's yeah, just gonna go somebody's their blinker they're not gonna wait well not really but they're not gonna <laughs> you're you're more alert okay you're not gonna use your blinker and wait if you want to sit and wait for someone to let you in they're just gonna keep going around you yeah you know what I mean? And and I feel like it's to some degree kind of organized chaos. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, yeah. hey, you got to keep moving, dude. Yeah. And like, it, like I said, if you, and I think that's the rule, right? If you're a little, if I'm a little bit ahead of you, then I'm going and then you go behind me. Yeah. Like, there's and more, over here, it's like, this, over yeah, here, it's there's like, like this capitalism fucking like, <laughs> like, you know, or you try to pass somebody and then they speed up. I'm yeah. like, dude, you were going slow for like two miles. Now yeah, I try yeah. to pass you. Now you're going to, oh, yeah, no, hell no. You know, it's like, who do you, uh, what city <laughs> in San Diego has the worst drivers? Oh, fuck. <laughs> the worst drivers. I mean, it's obviously better than LA, but there's a, there's a couple of cities that come to mind where I'm like, what, what are you people doing? I did. What I did didn't like you? driving through like city heights so i used to drive from like like once you get into like 54th it gets a little crazy and there's a lot of like but that's not the, a freeway i feel like there's a couple oh, you're talking about freeway you I'm said not, area you okay, said area uh, yeah you're right you're right okay areas too areas mm. too you want me to say race too i'm just kidding right? <laughs> <laughs> let's just go all hey, in you're gonna come no. with my people <laughs> no 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 i mean to me it was like because i just i felt like in city heights there's a lot of it gives me LA vibes because there's a lot of streets that don't have turning yeah. like a turning arrow. Yeah. So you have to yield it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of the and most so, frustrating things about yeah. LA driving. Like you're oh, on yeah. Sepulveda, <laughs> you're on busy, busy streets and it's like you, a four way yield. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. what is the purpose of this? I always like, tell people, if you don't pass is, a red light in LA, you're not going to get anywhere. No. Yeah. Oh man. I'm having, I'm having flashbacks and nightmares now. Have I, you I, seen, I just, I just don't get it. Have you seen the Californians on on um, I SNL? I, I don't think I have. No, it's sorry. like a sketch about because we completely sound like them right now. Because <laughs> it's like I, a sketch we about we didn't know we were gonna go down this path for. <laughs> but it's a, it's a sketch about uh, um, people in LA, right? And they're just like talking. It's like this novella type of uh, like a show they're doing, whatever. Yeah. And then he just like, and he's like, so this and that and then he's like so then i got on the 405 right and i got off on sepulveda and then like they go like all this whole like you know everybody always has their routes and the way i always yeah. tell people in la it's not distance it's time that is true that's a very good point how long is it going to take me to get there yeah and we probably take like 40 minutes to get here even though it's if only you, if you were you moved know. back to la where would you what part what neighborhood would you live in or what area <sighs> is money an issue no nah. Of course not. You're balling. Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> you aren't making money on this podcast. <laughs> By the way, guys, <laughs> we got a GoFundMe going. <laughs> the only money I made on this podcast was uh, the donations I had for you know the okay. the food. Can I donate for in? I do it in Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign me up. I'm definitely yeah. donating. And we get the families and stuff when we give food. But I mean, hopefully one day we can make money off of something. On but money's not the issue. South Pasadena. Okay. Yep. How come? Because it's super chill. There's a lot of really nice houses over there. Yeah. It's not like invaded by fucking, you know, craziness. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little somewhat easier to get to if you're, you know, because there's not too much going that, that way. Um, Pasadena still has a good kind of community vibe to it. Um, yeah. Old Town Pasadena is fun to me. Yeah. I don't know if you've been there. I have, yeah. Um, but I also used to live in studio city or in your studio city so i would go there but i don't know i like if yeah, like i said if money's no option i think i would choose south pasadena 
Um, I've also just started liking my buddy just moved to Downey. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have some friends. But Downey. there's a Downey has some really expensive areas too. Like yeah. Downey supposedly used to be like the the Mexican Beverly Hills or something like that. I heard. I can see that. There's like big fucking like something like back in the days or something like that. I heard. It's cool there because you're still pretty central between Orange County and L.A. Yeah. Kind of like get over there without. Just depending on residential. Field. That's what I've tried to figure out is like why would I go back besides just like having fun? So yeah. it would need to be like a, you know, a really good career opportunity. Yeah. Um. Cause I was just talking to a friend of mine that works in LA and just kind of like the, the hustle, the hustle porn, right. The like work 16 hours if you want to, you know, but it's like, I work eight, you work 16 and we get paid the same. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you're just doing more and more, but they're, you're not really getting rewarded more for your work. Right. Yeah. You have to be efficient. And they just want hours. you to like be always more and more and more and more. You know what I mean? That's yeah, kind so, of a rat race. Yeah, I mean it's then, similar in the Bay Area with tech startups and tech yeah, and yeah, so forth. yeah. Like and they're like just do it for a few years, right? Yeah, and you're just trying to build something from the ground up, and yeah, you know, hopefully it pays off. But yeah, I mean, and I've been in that world, you know, I, you know, I was part of a startup on, you know, getting it launched and everything, and you know, direct to market strategy. I know all those fucking acronyms, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minimum viable product, just get the MVP out, bro, all that shit. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it, I don't know. I mean, I'm not that old, but I, I've at least, I've, I've gotten some perspective that I'm yeah. like, eh, you know, like, what do you truly need? The only thing I really, truly want, you know, money and, and financial security for is my health. Yeah. Right. So then if anything happens, I can go to any doctor I want. I can go to, you know what I mean? Like that stuff that I really invest in, like, yeah, you know, supplements, making sure I take care of like. Take don't be my doing omegas. testosterone over here. Don't be getting suspended hey. at any games. <laughs> don't be getting suspended from this podcast. Fucking goddamn it! I was in a motorcycle. Goddamn so Tatis. Like, yeah, no, health is important. Yeah, you got to invest in it. It's and I feel like a lot of people don't, right? And then what they what do they do? You work fucking sixteen hours because yeah. you want to get a big house. You want to get this. Yeah, I mean, but you, how often are you in the fucking house? And how you know what I mean? Like yeah. Like it's, there's so many things that you can just go do on the cheap, you know, yeah. and experience it. And nobody can take the experiences away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like going to the revolution concert, right? We right. went to the concert. Still like, wearing you know, the shirt. I'm still wearing the shirt, bro. <laughs> I put it on today. Yeah. I was like, he's probably going to think I haven't changed. <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for the whole time. I'm like, did you change since I saw you two nights ago? But it's, hey. It's been a crazy couple of days. <laughs> My man's been on a bender over yeah, there. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, you don't even. We went, to, we went to the bar after. Yeah. And. Sorry, I didn't make it. No, you're good. Bar. I was just, I was just teasing. You. I was like, but we got there. We went to my, uh, to Machete. Shout out to Machete. And fuck, maybe I'm giving it away. I hope this guy doesn't somehow end up listening to. It. Well, whatever. No, <laughs> shout out to this guy that you're about yeah, to so, mention. Yeah, so he, 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 he's like just standing next to us, and he starts talking, and we ordered beers, and he's like, I got their beers. I got their beers. You know, you took, you can put them on the. Don't worry. Nice death. No, don't worry. No, no, no. You're fine. There's only one vinyl. No, 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 I got good. Here, I got meals. you another one. I got you another one. There you hey, go. Good looking there you go. Appreciate you. No, yeah. The, um, so there's this guy. He's just talking, <laughs> and he's like, "I got their beers. I got their beers." I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna say no." Yeah. You know. But I pulled the girl move, right? I was like, "You gotta buy my friend a drink." So I oh, my friend David. I was like, "You want to buy me a drink? You gotta buy." So he, then he's just talking, like, 
Like nothing's making sense. Yeah. He's like my grandpa. We, we lived in West Covina and we used to play little league and my, my friend, he, oh, he was a great pitcher and this and that. And then he's he just, like, and my he sister's in the Navy. And then I'm somebody to talk to. But it wasn't making sense. Like I get, like it's a difference if it's like. I feel you know, like this guy's gonna be on the next episode. He's probably gonna pop in here. Like, and I was just like, uh huh. Actually, he's on his way right uh-huh. now. He's my special. Uh-huh. Oh, he's a special guest. Yeah. What is this fucking Jerry Springer? <laughs> right. See, that's the podcast you're gonna run, the Jerry Springer. Yeah. Aren't those awesome? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, they did that on like a uh, um, on uh, Seinfeld when Kramer had his own little show or whatever. I don't know yeah. if you're what. He's like, we have her here now, and then you're like, you know, kind of like, oh, what did you do? You know, yeah. obviously it's bullshit because you're not just gonna show up to some game show or like, you know, yeah, like the Jerry. But yeah, man, that thing was exciting. <laughs> That's how you know you stayed from home. That's you know, you stayed, you watch a little Price is Right. Yeah, I was gonna with say your grandpa. Price, is, Price is Right was my quintessential. With your grandpa, uh, stay home from school. Yeah, but that was on at ten. See, I had good. I see, I have good memory with that stuff. Price is Right. I used to always watch America's Most Wanted. Same. For the longest, Damn, I was like, they separated need it. at birth? <laughs> Dude, you didn't have cable probably. That's the same thing as me. I didn't have cable. But America's Most Wanted and Cops on Saturday. Okay. I was definitely more into America's Most Wanted than Cops. But Wasn't it I scary? Still, it was. I, was. I still watch a lot of true crime now. When I'm like, I remember it was scary. to be like, that's kind of close. That's Orange County or something. Yeah, no, definitely. I remember they were looking for Whitey Bulger for the oh, longest. Yeah. It's crazy that the I five guy uh, that they finally caught, even though oh the golden the golden, golden state he he was in Steph my hometown Curry? yeah Steph Curry <laughs> the Golden State Warrior yeah <laughs> that guy lived in my hometown for a long time, really which is pretty crazy who's oh he had fuck how many yeah a lot. Go, I don't know here. I'm not gonna throw a number out there because I don't want to be fact checked but and I think at first he wasn't killing no. He was just And this podcast raping. really took a turn. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> golden was it Golden State Killer? Yeah. Yeah. Joseph James D'Angelo. Yeah. And it, it was so funny how like he was trying to do this shit. Like he was trying to be all like I mean he was trying to look so at the end of it, like he was trying to look super when they caught him, he wasn't he was an old guy, obviously. But right there, he's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like, no, yeah. they, 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 they you know, because it was during COVID too. There's so, a couple couple criminals like that recently, and it's just isn't like, that wild though. You think they're the most innocent people, but it's like no, these crimes happened back then, and it just took forever. And that shit's got a weigh on you, though, no? I I feel like it would. I can't relate to it at this moment in my life, but yeah, I feel like it would. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, shit. And then they had that one, but it doesn't matter. It was like what they say: it doesn't matter what you do. There's always some girl that's into it they have women that send them like fucking love letters well just like scott peterson i mean he gets love letters good yeah a good looking guy did a horrible crime but that richard ramirez the the oh, man, night stalker I watched, I watched that documentary that was wild yeah right yeah this one's crazier though it is and there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy ones this one's crazier in the sense that also how they caught him did yeah. you hear how they ca- caught him I've watched a few documentaries, but putting me on the spot. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you ask me co- tough questions. Co- and a couple <laughs> drinks deep. I, uh, I plead the so fifth. They, oh, okay, Donald Trump. <laughs> Did you know he pled the fifth like over 400 times in this last, when they put him wow. on the stand? Wow. Well, that's crazy. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, but don't, please, let's, no, they let's, caught let's him. Let's go back to this guy. They I caught him talk about that guy. because I think a niece of his did like a 23 and me. 
Oh, wow. Wow. I was going to say some type of DNA, some type of... Just but, it, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was, but then it was all... Uh, if you saw... Did you see the, the documentary on... Um, I watched one of them. On HBO? Them. Not on HBO. So the, the, the HBO one's Rage, really good. Ones. Um, it's, uh, it's, it was Pat Oswalt's um, yeah, wife. wife. Yeah, Yeah, and she was doing writing a book about it, which kind of sucks because then she overdosed and she was so... See that's that's goes back to like the overworking yourself. She was so over, yeah. trying to get that book done and those internet deadlines are crazy. I mean, yeah, she's married to somebody famous, but there's people that are just fascinated by this and they oh, they take it in their own hands and they're trying to solve. That's things that other the one, side. the the don't fuck with cats on the internet. Did you yeah. see that one? Yeah, that one was crazy. That was wild. Fucking cats. <laughs> fuck cats. I hate cats. Cats are assholes. See, I'm saying there's a lot of controversy. I was gonna say, man, <laughs> cats are dicks. They yeah. don't care. Dogs are like, "What's up? What do you want? Want me to get you a beer?" And cats <laughs> are just like, "Fuck off!" They're just like, yeah. you know, yeah. They're predators still. There's cats in the street, and they just survive. True. That's that's not a good thing. That's a, you, you stay away from that. From that's feral ultimate. cats, you stay away from them. You know. <laughs> so what do you what do you how did you end up in San Diego? That's a, uh, that's so the missing gra- link. Yeah, that is the missing <laughs> link. I mean, there's a lot of links, but uh, after uh, grad school, I was in Orange County, LA, and I was applying to all these organizations, ESPN, UCLA Athletics. Oh, you're going to Connecticut. AEG. You can get <laughs> no. Lyme disease. You better right? be careful. Shoot. <laughs> my first big break was down here with AEG at the arena in Point Loma. So okay. 2015, 2016 is when I first moved here. Okay. But then I moved back to the Bay Area for a promotion internally. Okay. And I worked at an amphitheater back in the Bay Area in, uh, called the Mountain Winery. Yeah. And then I was still at the winery and I was, I knew, you know, it would be kind of tough cost of living wise to stay in the Bay as much as I love the Bay. And yeah. Close to home. San Diego left a really good impression and I was trying to find a way back here. So. And it was cheaper. And it was cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And so there was an opportunity that came up with Live Nation and I was just like, wow. This is just my dream role, you know? Yeah. And I applied to it and shoot, I might have set a Guinness record for interviews that for that job, for the current job I'm at. But uh, they were like, oh, you're going to interview in person. You know, you don't have to interview in person. You're not a local candidate. We'll just keep it moving. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, you got to come to LA headquarters, like right in the thick of the winery season. So I didn't want to leave on bad terms, but I was like, this opportunity just really resonates with me. I want to be back in San Diego. I want to be doing music full time instead of just at an amphitheater. Yeah. So I went for it and I got it. And uh, very, so wait, 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 what's the, the what's the record you're saying? Shoot, I had probably had like ten interviews. Oh really? Oh, I thought you were saying that you had to like drive down. <coughs> oh it's, no, it's I mean okay. I could have driven down, but um, no, I had like six interviews over the phone. And then yeah. they're like, oh, we're wrapping things up. And then all of a sudden they had me do like a round robin interview at headquarters with like four or five different people. <laughs> and I was just, I felt like I was getting really repetitive in my yeah. responses. And I was like, I have, I'm qualified. I have a lot to offer, but I just sounded like a recording yeah. machine of like, oh, I use this example, but I didn't use this example with this person. And like, oh, I'm talking yeah. to this department now. So I'm grateful everything worked out, but. You know, interview settings yeah, can be different, can be interta- intimidating, but um, it's been an incredible experience. You know, obviously COVID took a huge hit on our uh, industry and yeah. having moved down here and, and taken that leap. And then all of a sudden, six months later, the industry comes to a screeching halt. You know, I'm very fortunate 
having had a lot of industry experience, but still having my job on the on the other side of yeah. the industry coming back. And, um, you know, the music yeah. industry is we just released our numbers, et cetera. You know, like every artist is on the road right now. Everybody's touring. You know, people want to get that normalcy yeah. back in their life. So it's I'm grateful to yeah, be a part of that coming back. Bad Bunny did two tours in one year. Right, like, right. God yeah. Damn. So it was very nerve wracking during that downtime of, you know, what would happen. And that's why I got my real estate license on the side during that downtime to stay busy and stay productive. But um, I'm grateful that music is back and booming. And uh, San Diego is an incredible market. San Diego, you know, there's a lot of venues down here, but we're very collaborative. You know, there's not these politics like L.A. is in terms of, oh, you played at this venue. You can't play here. Oh, really? This relationship and you're good. Keep going. Keep going. That's the second time I've done that. <laughs> you go through it. <laughs> Got go a little excited. It. I just like talking about music. So um, yeah, no, I'm I'm grateful for where you I'm could, at. You and, could uh, bring it in, bring it up, and bring it down. You know, it opens up that space down there, and then you bring the is. mic down. There you, and then you. I felt like I was doing oh, good. You could do the tilt it. Grab the mic. There you go. There it is. I know it looks like a big giant robot penis, but it's okay. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing pretty good. Oh, this is a nice. Uh, yeah, see, nice. <laughs> you got room. We might, we might have to restart this and start it all over. This is a good position see, right here for this mic. Uh, she said, "Lovely." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great time for music. Uh, your favorite artists are on the road right now, and um, the industry's just moving forward. I don't think yeah. we're going to go back to a time where you know that's still hit and miss, and things are still happening. But I think it's full steam ahead for the most part. You know what? I wasn't a big. Even, I guess, because I was behind the scenes, that it was always a pain in the ass for me to, like, I don't want to go over there. Like, or to go to, like, a a, a, a a performance or something. Uh, okay. Because when I would go to performance, there's something to be like, yeah, 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 come over here. Like, you know, the VIP treatment, like, come yeah. through the back door. I mean, you're Ed. You know what of I mean? And so it was VIP. like, it was nice. It was like, hey, yeah. like, And that's one thing I, I think I, Joe Rogan was talking about is once you get famous, and not that I'm famous, but I do know that life of, like, you get to know the kitchens and oh, the definitely. alleys and the it's not fancy because yeah. you have to like hide you yeah. know what i mean so they have I, to bring you in through the back door of like yeah. you know no i feel whatever that, it is yeah i feel like i try my best to be low maintenance i don't have an ego at all but um after working festivals and like having access to just yeah. get water or just yeah like, yeah yeah hey i want to sit down for a minute like people at festivals they're incredible because they're so passionate about the music but you're in the sun all day yeah you're i can't not do moving. that that's one thing you're i staying can't at do. your favorite stage so i don't know if i could go to a festival as a fan now having worked festivals where it's yeah. like i don't need the vip treatment but i need these amenities that are just going to keep me yeah. sane throughout the day that's what i was telling like you like comfort level even at the venue down there i like the where they have the boxes and stuff because you just have your own little space yeah. you can get drinks you don't have to go and grab your drink and miss yeah you know part of the performance yeah and i think obviously you know if you can do it financially it's not that big of a you know yeah. jump sometimes True. you know True. you're like hey it's kind of worth it for the experience the experience yeah, you know definitely. but yeah like you know it's like when you go to like a like i remember like when i when i be downtown or something you see people waiting to get into the club right but it's like 1 a.m i'm like you're gonna go in there for like 10 15 yeah. minutes like Wait, are you somebody you that know? pays for bottle service at a club and gas lamp or no? I have. We have, <laughs> have done it before. I mean, cause that's just, I mean, that's what fucking, frat people do, right? I mean, <laughs> we've done the like a like a group, you know. You, you yeah. fucking, it makes sense. 
Some yeah. places make sense because I, you're just like I I'm could just, just give you a hard yeah, time. Oh, of course, I, I don't give a shit. I'm, it's it's not the best fucking decision, but some makes sense. I watched a documentary on Vince Carter, who was part of the Toronto Raptors. You know, right yeah, yeah, when yeah. basketball was yeah, becoming fucking rap- best dunks ever. Yeah, True. but right when nightlife and basketball was becoming popularized in Canada, like obviously here it's yeah popular forever, but. He kind of ushered in an era of this is a really random tangent. This is my first one. Hey, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but he kind of ushered in bottle service in Toronto, like obviously before really? the Drake area, or whatever. But there weren't like celebrities. You know, the team wasn't well known. They didn't have this yeah. marketable person. So the Vince Carter era, it's very interesting watching on the documentary of just like brought that status and that like kind of element to the nightlife in toronto before it was just like hey i'm going to grab a drink oh here's a player here that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more about being seen and like kind of yeah fostering this you know hey there's an nba team here there might be a player coming by you know or you know the blue jays might have been popular too but vince carter just really had that marketability yeah. had that star power to kind of change how nightlife was and is now today in Toronto, which is yeah. incredible. I'm sure my boy Russell Peters put in a lot of money out there. I love Russell Peters. He is <laughs> Russell one, Peters is from he's from Brampton. He's a, he's, he's not, one of my favorite comedians, and he's also a hip hop head. So, yeah, oh yeah, uh, he's a DJ. He's a great DJ. He's a great DJ. Yeah. I've seen him at a Humphreys. But he's Canadian times. too. We'll, yeah, we'll let him slide for that one. It's hey, okay, but it's all good. We'll let it go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I love Russell Peters. No, but here's the thing. Like, for something like that, like bottle service, it goes back to the same thing that I just mentioned. And I, I don't give a fuck. You can roast me for everything. I, I'm very open. I can be roasted by anything. My point is, it's convenience. Oh, no, definitely. Right? Because it's, for, some people are doing it because they're like, we want to be on the stage, and we want to be seen, and we yeah. want these girls to see that we have a bottle. For me, it's like, okay, how much is Like, some places you're like, wait, how much is a bottle? Wait, it's only like 200 bucks? It's like, fuck, we're going to spend that between, you know, some, well, yeah, but if it's it's a bottle and there's four of us, you know, if we buy like three, four drinks of pop, it's already 60 bucks each. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. And we're going to have our little area. Like when you go to Mexico, always get bottle service because it's cheap. (laughs) You know what I mean? Always get bottle service. You're a rock star in Mexico. That doesn't count. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? We went to, we were in San Miguel de Allende for my buddy, uh, David and, uh, and Maggie's wedding. And we went to this place. We had, we bought like over 15 bottles of tequila. Between like it was probably like thirty of us or something, but it's pretty ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's, but you know, because it's Mexico. Hey, when are we going to Mexico together? Hey, let's go right now. Let's go I'm, burn a car. I'm in TJ. Well, I could. I mean, one place that I could, I could um, confidently take you to is Guadalajara. I would love that. Experience. Guadalajara is uh, is a city that I, I would, I would say I know it well enough to yeah. move around and to show you a few things, depending on on what you want to see and what your interests are. Yeah. You know, um, and then I could take you to tequila and get you. Yeah. You know, that'd be incredible. So the distilleries. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a good time. I took, I, the first time I went to tequila, I took Bert. He's like, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Took him out there to, uh, to get to know all of it and see all the distilleries. It's just really cool. Like the, you know, there's no Kardashians out there. Yeah. You see the real, you know, authentic. I like to go authentic to the authentic ones that they're like, you know, not, I went to some of the bigger ones just so you could kind of see the bigger yeah. operation, but it's cool to go to like the smaller ones Definitely. and see the, the ones that are like still family owned. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I like that, that, that vibe, but Guadalajara is like a really good city, easy to fly into. It's, you know, it's like two and a half hours. You fly out of TJ and there's a ton of shit to do. Cheap food. 
And there's also really good food, too. So it depends yeah. on what you want. Like, you know, you can go to, like, cuisine, like, you know, like, top-notch steakhouse. Or you can go to, like, you know, Space the hot dog guy on the corner. Yeah, street, street you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So I would love to all. experience that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's dope. It's dope. I mean, it's a... And then Guadalajara is still a big enough city, you know, so there's... there's You can move around. They have Uber. Yeah. You can call an What's Uber. What's your favorite airline going through around Mexico? <sighs> Auto Mexico is the best one, but it's kind of expensive. Yeah. I usually, do, I obviously use Volaris. Um, and then just, I try to pay for my seat because I'm, you're a bigger guy. I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. I try to get leg room. It's for me, that's, it's that's it's key. Yeah. Have you been overseas? Have you flown overseas? Uh, I haven't been to Europe yet, sadly. I was going. Well, but to you went to New of, Zealand, no, you said? I've been to New Zealand. I've been to Guatemala. So my first international experience was Guatemala. Honduras and El Salvador. Oh shit! I went with my best friend from college. Josue. Oh, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went on Taka. Actually, it's kind of a toss-up between Taka and a couple of other airlines, but yeah, it was pretty smooth. We flew out of LAX. It was only like six hours, but just yeah, a whole different way of life. But six hours to Guatemala or so Guatemala City. Yeah. Okay. Um, from LAX, so it was an incredible experience. It was very humbling, obviously, just the lifestyle that they lead. But it was very enriching because. We weren't in these fancy hotels and taking yeah. shuttles. We took the common bus a lot of places. Yeah. We uh, stayed in hostels. He stayed with a, a, a family kind of like a, he was finishing up a school credit for global studies. But yeah. we really tried to immerse ourselves in the culture as opposed to just like, we're going to go to the tour spots. Or yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. You know, we roughed it. We, yeah. we, we stretched our dollar pretty far. You know, it went far, obviously, being yeah. cheaper down there. But. Um, it was an incredible experience and I've just always, I've been fortunate to, my mom would load me up in the car and we'd go to national parks in America yeah. and go, you know, drive to all these different places. I took a train from Sacramento to Ohio once. So oh, traveling has always kind of been a part, but yeah, I mean, there's still so many countries I want to visit. Um, it's exci- just having it, that perspective. That fear is exciting, right? When you're it like, really is. I don't know where the New- fuck I am. <laughs> yeah, no, that, it is. Especially there. Cause it's like. I stood out, obviously. I don't speak the language. I mean, it's a goal of mine to become bilingual, but I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't anywhere close to it then. Well, you're also pretty jarringly big white guys. Like, I am, you're, yeah. <laughs> I'm like kind of a commodity, you, what are you, but at six, the same time. Six, one, six, two, or? Six, three. Yeah. Okay, six, three. See? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So. I'm take, take away that inch from you. <laughs> <laughs> six, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> getting, there, getting there. So, um, but there's so many countries I still want to visit. And New Zealand was cool. I mean, it's been several years now got a lot of great people that i know out there but um that kind of got my fear over the long hauls down granted we flew at night but i can't sleep on a plane uh, yeah it's that's tough. what i'm saying it's it's, it's hard. hard to stretch out being yeah bigger but doing a 13-hour flight i'm like oh these countries I, oh i did it for new zealand i could do it to go here then yeah. like, i really want to go to spain i really want to go to like Croatia, yeah yeah spain's next on my Prague. list yeah stuff like that um so now having a long flight i'm like oh it's okay it's really you know you know, you get restless and it's, yeah. it's a lot longer than other flights, but. But that's what I'm saying. I try to like with flights like that, like I try to find like if, if I got to pay an extra little hundred bucks for, oh, for me to have Especially, leg room, yeah. I'll do it, you know, because oh, I'm like, fuck it. Like, yeah, that makes you know. sense. Definitely. I was so tempted to get uh, first class when I was coming back from Italy. They were like $500 more. You get first class on Emirates Air. Emirates I don't know if you've been incredible. on Emirates. Not yet, no. It's fucking nice. In it's a really former nice. life, I worked at the airport, so I used to they know, have, I know a lot more about the yeah, Emirates has like airlines than I should know. Like lights in the top. It's super nice. I was it's, like, this is nice. It's incredible. It's one of you the know. best airlines. I mean, so, Air New Zealand was amazing too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What was New oh, Zealand like? 
It was awesome. I mean, they're playing a lot of our music, you know. Uh, there's a lot of overlap and and different things, but yeah. In a sports sense, I went during grad school, and it's you know rugby's huge there, but it's mm-hmm. it's cool because it's not like they're is that the are, the all blacks? Thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, but it's cool because some of the rugby leagues are all like community sponsored. There's not a yeah the all blacks are famous and popular, but yeah, there's not all these sponsorship deals and money being thrown at athletes like. 200 million dollar contract yeah. this and that like it's more just for the love of the game it's and yeah they're popular but it's not like the money that's going around these leagues is nothing compared to you know america and how yeah monetized and you know but is that good or is that bad you know what i mean like because don't you i mean these guys are putting their bodies on the line every day yeah. like no, rugby's, you know rugby's no joke but i don't know it's just a beautiful country it's, yeah uh great people Did you go and do all the hiking and stuff or? did a lot of hiking yeah yeah i wish i would have made it i mean you're kind of isolated out there so i yeah. wish i would have gone to like fiji or australia while i was out there but it was hard oh i, didn't even, I was only on north island i didn't even go i don't to like south to jump island. around too much when i travel i like yeah to, no that's you know. i think that's smarter i mean i've definitely done trips where i'm like oh i gotta see this this and this I'm yeah like, when i went to guatemala we only went to honduras for a day just to say we've been there yeah and then we went to el salvador for a day and that was one of the most humid places I've ever been in my life. And they used the American dollar and they didn't stamp my passport on the way in. So I was like, really? why, why did I stretch myself <laughs> so thin? Luckily I got that stamp coming back, but um I, I think it's I think it's important I to don't really have those the one that draws me more in South America is Argentina. Oh, that would be incredible. Because they have a big um I guess it's a good transition. They have a big one, they're big on steak. They fucking love steak down there. Yeah. And they also are big on mental health. Okay. It said down down in Argentina, every, everybody has a therapist. Like you have a barber. Like oh, wow. it's like it's very it's a I big. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a big it's a big. Uh, it's it's kind of the stigma's not there, right? Of like having a therapist. So, I guess as a first time, um, you know, visitor to the I feel weird podcast, which yeah. previously weirdos only. Um, <laughs> so just so nobody gets confused. Like wait a minute. Yeah. Um, and the reason I changed it was because it was it's more. Yeah, you want to get a descriptive? Deeper. No, it's more descriptive. Oh, okay. Because some people thought it was about like comedians, like weirdos, or the, oh, and I would yeah. also keep getting flagged on Instagram because it said weirdos and it was like yeah, a derogatory. derogatory. Yeah. So, but so yeah, so it, when the whole thing is like, you know, when when was it a time that you felt weird? You oh, know? definitely. I got a lot of experiences you know? of that. <laughs> so a time that stands out to you, um, that you know, it not necessarily like, it could be like just like hey, like. You know, always, you know, like say, obviously when you're in Honduras or something like that, you feel weird, but like something that really you feel that made an impact in you that you're like, oh shit, like, or, or somebody, or you, I think the best ones are like, you were being yourself and somebody made you feel like a dick for just being yourself or something like that. that I think a lot of people resonate with shit like that, you know, or just to give you examples, but yeah. anything that, you know. I mean, I was probably the worst victim of puberty the worst victim because i was really tall but i had a really high voice yeah and i had none teachers when i was in grade school so there's this one you were in you were in a like catholic school or yeah. was it? oh yeah. damn so we did popcorn reading and my voice tweaked one time and this nun oh, was God. like is that a girl or a guy back there and i was just like insecure because it's like you can't, really, you can't really control what your voice does and i know but that happens and, that happens to you and, now right and, like, yeah, you're talking true. and like oh fuck <laughs> Yeah. And my coach would call me Martha instead of Marty to try to get me to like rebound better or like be more aggressive. Really? Yeah. So is that crazy? These are fucking adults. Wild. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> These are fucking adults. So like seventh, eighth grade, I was really 
you know, even younger than that too, but I had a really high voice. So I yeah. heard there. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, there's a lot of other examples. Well, they too. don't have to be, you know, just, it, you I know, mean, it could I've be had your like, work I've or had weird just, you sports know. injuries or, you know, like different things where I just felt different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody has their insecurities and their own, you know, things that hold them up that other people would be like, Oh, that's not a big deal at all. Yeah. Of course to you, you kind of put a microscope on it. And yeah. It, yeah. But that's one that definitely stands out. Um, yeah. And it's, it's so crazy too. Right. Because like I said, those are, those are adults. Yeah. Right. And you're kind of like, you know, you take it to heart a little bit and then, you know, yeah, but it's also, I hate to say thick skin cause I don't like the thick skin thing, but like you, you have to get, you either, you could, you could either let it bro- break you or, you know, you're like, fuck you. I'm, you know, yeah. And, no, that's and, true. and value yourself, you know, but there's I, a lot of people that just let, they let it break them. Like there's so many people that still talk about like, you know, high school, like in a way that it's like, yeah, that's you know, wild. it's so much like, that's oh, fuck, I hated that guy in high school. Just, I'm like, okay, has nothing that's to like do an with, eternity ago. You know, it's like, yeah, that guy has nothing to do in your life. Like who cares? Yeah. You know, I would say, I don't know if it's weird or whatever, but I've just had a lot of different life experiences to where sometimes if I'm at a party and people are doing stuff they shouldn't be doing or partying <laughs> a little too hard and I'm over here just enjoying a beer, or, yeah. you know, I'm a little more tame in the party. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah like yeah. Sometimes you feel weird in that, but to me, I was like, oh, I should have had a drug phase or, oh, I should have gotten crazier, but I'm grateful. Like I still have my are head you, on my shoulders and I'm like, I do you regret motivated. not having a, a slut phase or whatever? Yeah, like, exactly. Ah, that too. I should have been a little slutty. For a little yeah. No, and I mean, it's not it, necessarily weird, but it's just like, sometimes you're in rooms with different people where it's like, you're yeah. friends with them, but you just, uh, you don't turn it up to that notch or you yeah, don't, of course. you don't go all in on certain things. And I and think some like, people, the, the good friends respect it, right? They're like, hey, yeah. you want to do it, you want to do it or whatever. Um, I think, and I, I know that when I say weird and the whole reason I call it weird is because you, you, sometimes you can't, you can't really put a meaning yeah. to things. Right. And you just go to weird. Yeah. I feel weird or I felt weird with this girl and I don't know what happened. I would, th- right? would or she it? got weird and we stopped talking. Yeah. What does that mean? There's got, it's something more deeper to it, but the, the surface, you're just like, I don't know. I got weird. Not to get, you know, not to get, go yeah, ahead. that's true. Go ahead. Go ahead. We can not to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I would say dating too. Yeah, but not to get super like, hey, I want attention, or hey, I'm here to somber the mood. But um, being a cancer survivor. And, oh yeah, so I did want to. Yeah, just being a cancer survivor. Even though it was in my younger years, and it wasn't like, hey, people saw me bald and I felt weird, or hey, I'm going through chemo and and people are like, what? Yeah. What is this? And not knowing it. Um, but just experiencing friends pass away a lot earlier yeah. you know and and being reminded to be humble and like it's not all like hey i'm on the playground running around or hey you know i have the perfect family or hey yeah, this yeah. and that like kind of having that as a perspective thing of not necessarily feeling weird but just like i'm definitely different yeah you're different because, yeah and you know i'm i'm losing friends that are super young and in grade school and shouldn't be having to go through this but is that because of their friends that you made through your journey? Through the, yeah, through summer camp. So every summer I would oh. go to a camp for kids that have or had cancer. That's what I'm doing charity events for now, oh, just to raise money. If you want money. to shout yeah. it out, no way you can. Yeah, Camp Okaizu. So, um, Okaizu, it's that's uh, O-K-I-Z-U? Yeah, okay. very good. <laughs> <laughs> like that way people can look it up, you know? Yeah, can... so Camp Okaizu, it's a, it's a summer camp in Northern California. 
Uh, it's based in the Bay Area, but um, unfortunately, two years ago, there was a fire that burned down the camp. So they're kind of at rental properties and in kind of a transition right now. But it's a yearly thing. It's been around for 40 years. Um, I went to summer camp there starting at age eight. And when I got older, I became a counselor. And now being in Southern California, it's a little hard to get up there every summer. So I'm, I'm trying to like raise money on their behalf, still kind of keep yeah. the cause alive, et cetera. But um, just going through that and just having a social group deeply based in the cancer world. It's just kind of yeah. kept me humbler yeah, and at an earlier period of time. And, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, everybody's affected by cancer in some way or another, but my two siblings have had cancer after me. My mom has had cancer since I was diagnosed. Wow. So in my immediate family, four out of six of my family members have had cancer in some form. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of people can relate to that and um, it's not something I feel weird about, you know, I, well, I'm you, grateful to yeah. share my story and it, it's, you know, open doors and it's also given me a basis of like being appreciative and, you know, holding on to, you know, being a little more sentimental, being a little more empathetic, you know, yeah. sometimes you kind of see the news and so forth and you're just like, why do people act like this? Why, why do yeah. people not appreciate things? So I'm really, um, you know, it's made me stronger in the long run, but there are definitely times where it's like, hard to relate to people because they're not going through that. You're like, Whoa, you know, Pull it in. they're just like, Oh, I want to play on the playground or, Oh, Hey, let's yeah. go shoot some hoops or, Hey, let's play video games. And you're dealing with people that are in the hospital, you know, year round type of thing. Yeah. It's an, it's, it's an interesting world. Cause I, I, myself as a kid, I was introduced to hospitals and not only for myself as well, for some, some of the things that I had to deal with as a child, but also my dad was always sick. Mm-hmm. So hospitals were something very, I guess common normal. I wouldn't say common, but yeah, like normal or just, you know, usual, right. That you're like, and I think, I think, you know, I took it as a good thing. Like I was just talking to a friend today and they're like, well, I feel this, I feel that I'm like, you have insurance, right? And it's like, I'm not telling you to freak out, but if you have the resources to go and get checked out, just go get checked out. Yeah. It is kind of nerve wracking though. Cause it's so expensive. Like I've had a lot of surgeries and I've had a lot of weird medical things happen and, Sometimes you just kind of, you want a solution, you want a diagnosis, yeah. but then at the same time, you're like, oh, is this going to cost or is my insurance going to cover it? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, something that there's, you ways, be, there's ways to, to really try, stay yeah, on top of but it, it, you know? It stinks you have to have to think about that. You should just be like, yeah. hey, I don't feel right. I'm going to go get checked out. Yeah. But you're thinking X, Y, and Z of like, yeah, that's a, that's does this make sense or not? That's a United that's a, States of America conversation, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, just, it's not, I don't think that, I don't like that aspect of it, you know. Um, I mean, a good friend of mine, his dad, you know, they had like a liquor store and they had a house. And when he was a child, um, he his mom got cancer. And oh. his dad obviously did everything in his power, sold the liquor store. He's like, we used to have a boat. He's like, we used to have, you know, he sold everything to try to yeah. save her and, yeah. it, and nothing. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. And yeah. it's just like, it's, but it's just terrible that like people are in those situations, right? Because again, like going back to like when we were talking about earlier, your health, right? And you're willing to give up all these possessions that you have for your health, definitely. right? And that's why I feel like we should definitely prioritize our health. And that that's my point. So like, I get you like, you know, but if you have insurance, have the time at least for you to go get checked out. It's your copay, right? It's yeah. like, you know, 15 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. But if it's something that you really too feel that something's going on, because, you know, especially for, I'm sure, I'm sure you would agree, early detection, right? If, oh, if there's something there, 
Well, it's you know? crazy with my last super medical episode, like it, there was no pain associated, no nothing. Like you're saying, oh, self-check, I should do it. Like yeah. I had this little mass underneath my Is it thyroid or? Uh, not quite my thyroid, but okay. like one of my main facial nerves. And I okay. just like, there's no pain associated with it, but I was being told, Hey, go get it checked out. Like you said, Oh, here's yeah. the copay or Hey, they'll tell you it's fine. And it turned into being a tumor. And, yeah. uh, they're like, not only was it a tumor, but it needed to be acted upon immediately. And I was yeah. almost neglecting it because I didn't, I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't want to yeah. like, I have a good, re- you know, I'm not scared of needles. I'm not scared of this. I'm yeah. not scared of that. I've been in a hospital yeah a lot more than i'd like to be but um but are you kind of the crazy of how it culminated to are you kind of the extreme that you're like i was in there so much that i don't want to go back more or less yeah yeah and having my having a mom as a nurse you know i try to like self-diagnose through her of like hey here's oh, my symptoms yeah, or, hey yeah, here's yeah. what's going on <laughs> you're like trying to get the like, little, i hit yeah. my head on the something the other day and i was like hey yeah. am i gonna be okay or is this a concussion like the i kind of go through her yeah she's my teledoc before yeah, like, I, like i'm tasting it tastes like almonds in my mouth yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah so have you ever been hit in the head when you felt and you heard the ring oh no yeah I fell off my bike once and it was oh, really, I heard like I had a really, I had a in my really head. bad bike accident once when I was a kid, man. It was bad. Are you going to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> if you want. No I don't know how old I was, but I had this really rink-a-dink bike. Yeah. And the brakes gave out. Oh, and, shit. You know, like uh, it was just on my hill. But, you know, our era, you know, we were outside. We yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We weren't yeah. on screen time. We weren't, yeah. you know, playing video games as much. Like, Building forts and riding bikes was like two of my yeah. staples of my childhood. Yeah, we had like a dirt alley and a big uh, yeah. open like parking lot behind our house. It was like yeah. a church. So we used to go ride bikes and fucking all Damn, kinds bikes, of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I went over the handlebars on like a gravel road and oh, wow. how fast Did the I front brakes work? Is it just, did you no, end over it? I just, I just it? went o- end oh. over it. Okay. And I just took this huge spill. And I still have a scar underneath my chin, actually. I don't even think about it, but man, I just... <laughs> I remember crying and like taking a shower and rubbing it off and like luckily I didn't hit any main things. But yeah, it was just like, ooh wee, here's my first like real. I I stuck my like, leg in the spokes. Oh, yeah, yeah I good. still have the scar right here. Look at right there. That's wild. It used to be in my ankle. And I was like, that's how you know I was a kid. Yeah. It was like almost yeah, on my grew fucking, up. yeah. It just moved up with yeah. everything. I never had a. I won a bike in a raffle up in grade school. That was the nicest bike I had. But other than that, I had these secondhand put together yeah. bikes and i mean a lot of single gear did. just yeah. single gear you're just going for it BMX. make your own little jumps do your own little daredevil cool things yeah yeah and yeah stuff. but uh but yeah i had i had more bad bikes than good bikes so a lot of them would end in uh you know well, you end up working on them too though yeah. you end up learning about what the hell it actually takes to you so know like operate. oh the brakes are loose so how do you tighten yeah. the brakes like you know what i mean yeah my brother that lives in Long Beach, you know, he's really into bike culture. He rides his oh, bike really? everywhere. Long Beach is popular for that. I mean, certain cities are, but like, yeah, you know, it was more of a thing of they're trying to make it up more of a thing here, huh? Well, I had bikes when I first moved back here, and somebody stole them off our porch. Uh, <laughs> like, how many did you have? With it? We had two. It was for Giselle and I, and yeah, uh, boom, they swooped them. Mm. And so I know that's kind of common here too, but it was a bummer because I was like, oh, I want to relive this, you know. Being on a bike yeah. is very liberating. Yeah, it's You nice. don't have to be crazy, but just riding it, catching the wind. Have you know. been to Amsterdam? You'd love oh, Amsterdam. Yeah, you love, love riding a bike in Amsterdam, yeah. going over the canals. And, that, and the architecture in Amsterdam alone. Yeah, you're just going over the canals and your little bike. 
be in that. Yeah, that's fun. Sounds like we need to travel yeah, together. You gotta go around. Let's I gotta go pod, back. To let's take this podcast <laughs> overseas. Hey, I already. Well, I took it to Mexico. I haven't taken it overseas. All right. Well, I got my buddy from Italy to record, but it was over Zoom. Oh, nice. That's cool. That's I cool. don't want to take all this shit. <laughs> take yeah. it all the way that's over a there. Nice setup. Mm. It's a nice setup. All the way. That's to, cool. You've traveled you know. as much as you have. I mean, uh, that's definitely a common bond moving. Forward. Yeah, just, I want like, to. Culture you know, and experience and it's. It's cool to like, that's what I was saying, like, you know, you're saying you're going to different places. Like, I like to go, like, of course, there's some of the tourist stuff, like, hey, some of it's like, hey, you got to see it. Yeah. Like, you got to just go check it out. Like, for me, I haven't been to Rome. I've been to Italy twice. I haven't been to Rome. Okay. Because my friends was like, I'm going to fucking go to Rome because he's from <laughs> Italy. Yeah. You know, so he's like, I don't want to go to Rome. It's super touristy. But I feel like I need to do it just to go and see it and be like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, and, no, he, and he says sense. the same. He's like, yeah, it's it's dope. Like, it's cool. Like, you know. Um, but like I would say the same thing about Hollywood. Go oh, take me to Hollywood Boulevard. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to fucking take you to Hollywood no. Boulevard. It's a shit show, you know. Yeah. But some people who haven't seen it, yeah, you got to kind of cross. Yeah, that at off. least just like go and show them and stuff. And but, but yeah, but I like to go and like go. I, I'm weird. I even like going to the grocery store. I like you know. And then it kind of helps you realize like how everybody's just the fucking same. Everyone's just going to the grocery store buying milk. Yeah. And, they're in a different country, but they're doing the same things. You I know was kind of I mean? thinking about like, that the other day, just even between West Coast and East Coast. Yeah, it's not a different culture, but like yeah. oh, East Coast people might look at us like, oh, you do this or, you know, yeah. like, every time I go to visit relatives in the Midwest and I like show my ID at the bar, they're like, oh, you must surf or you must, you know, they have this picture of California and yeah, for yeah, us, yeah, it's yeah. just like normal everyday life. Yeah, but of course. My parents coming from the Midwest, like California was their American dream. Seeing the ocean was their American dream. It didn't take yeah. going overseas or going to some exotic, cool place. Like, And that's crazy, you know, right? Yeah. To them, they were just like, oh, I want to see the beach. Yeah, or, they you know. saw the beach and they never went back. And for us, you know, we live right next to the beach and we, you know, some of us might take that for granted. Some of us might not yeah, even go to the beach, you yeah. know. So um, it's just people's yeah. different perspective of tourism, non-tourism culture you know yeah immersing yourself i mean it's definitely humbling too right like some of the stuff that you have that like you know some people are like wow i would love to fucking you know people tell me like oh i just oh, i just want to go to like you know this place and yeah downtown san diego that i've heard and i've seen yeah. it on instagram and this and that i'm like yeah <laughs> like, you know what i mean I'm like, it's okay yeah. i guess but i mean one I, 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 my, my friend had just posted something that was like people vacation here yeah. we live here no, it's incredible. You know, it's fun being a tourist here in your own town. Sometimes, you know, like I have friends that are really into the beer scene and yeah. I drank Coors Light all through college and then moving <laughs> here, I was like, oh, there's craft beer. And, you know, yeah, it's popularized now and more yeah. cities are doing it. But San Diego's on the forefront of that. And some friends from back home that'll come visit, they'll be like, I want to see this brewery or that. Brewery. Yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. take them there. And it's like to me, I'm like, there's so many breweries yeah, here. But I don't yeah. take the time to, to yeah, you know, to to see hop all around. Them. Like I have my places I like to go. I like to like switch things up and try new things but we're very fortunate and blessed to be down here in san diego yeah. because it is such a desirable place to live and you know a lot of people yearn for this type of day-to-day -day life and you know they of only course experience it on vacation yeah i mean and you know my buddy he came he came from italy he came he he's that's how i met him he was a foreign exchange student yeah and he's traveled a lot more than i have because he you know he's lived in europe he lived in london he's his his girlfriend his, uh, his fiance is from um, Morocco. Oh, wow. No, not Morocco. Monaco? No. 
She's she's African. What is it? I keep fuck. What am I forgetting? I think you're right then. No, it's not Morocco. Is it Morocco? What is it? Fact check it. I know. Yeah, I know. She's not, she grew up. It's weird because she grew up in Paris, and then that's she the had thing out there. I feel like, like so the, he's been around and he's been he's also been to like Peru and stuff. So he's seen different areas. And then when he was here, they did that train and they did a train all across like U.S. So oh, you got to incredible. see you know a bunch of different places. And he's like, I've been in so many different places. He's like, San Diego is still one of the most beautiful places in the world. It you really know, is. he's like, you guys don't have seasons. He's like, e even if you go to Italy, like he, he you know, we went to like Tuscany, like and he's like, it human. freezes over in yeah. like you know Tuscany, like in in the in the winter, it freezes over. You can't go in the water. You know, yeah. you know, you don't want to be out there. But I think you know? it's cool out there because they really instill the like. You can get to different countries and different things really oh, quick of course. out there, and of just course. also learning multiple languages. It's like the way that I see it, a, though, is like a different state. Because it's yeah. so much smaller. It's just in the U.S. is so big. Yeah. No, you I, know, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we're going to Arizona. Or we're going to Texas. Or like yeah. you said, going to the Midwest. It's like, you know, it's like going to fucking going to Amsterdam. Yeah. You know, you're going to New York from like Italy to Amsterdam. It's like you're going way up to the top, you yeah. know. So, I mean, that's why I, I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. It was easy. You know, just jump on a plane. Yeah. But it's it's again it's the same thing like something everything's so different but obviously also everything's so you know the same too agreed there's just people living they're just chilling <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like they're just chilling we all have so much more in common than we try to we yeah put, we put yeah these barriers up and these identities but at the end of the day like we all have similar yeah interests. also to we me it was like same i'm not that fucking important you yeah. know, like I was walking down the street. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get mugged. I'm yeah. gonna. Like, nobody gives a fuck about me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're just I mean, I, dude. Care, I care about you, know? you, but yeah, most people. Don't. Saying, no, but I'm saying, just, I'm just some dude. I'm just like, you know what I mean? They're like, fuck it, who cares? Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Agreed. You know, they thought I was Indian. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's how I felt going to Central America. It's just like you'll read stuff in the media, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Just even with the fires in Tijuana and. I'm not taking away that there's bad things happening yeah, in of these course. cities. But, like, you got to go there and experience it for yourself. You can't let the media just dictate what, you're yeah. gonna, what your experience is going to be in these given countries. Well, and there's I think, so, so much to offer. Yeah, yeah. You're a lot safer than you think. Um, not to get, like, super political or anything. Yeah. It's just, like, don't let, don't let well, things, like... You're safe unless you put yourself in an unsafe situation, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but you're not, I mean... There's more good out there. That's because you're not the guy at the party doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I've had friends that are like, I'm like, how did you find the drugs? They're like, you go to like other countries. Yeah, we found this guy. And then we talked to this other guy. And I'm like, I've been around for those. I was like, I'm not, do I'm, 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 like, I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I bit, but what I'm saying is, I'm like, even if like, even if it's just sometimes it's like countries like weeds like super illegal, yeah. right? And Which over here it's like such trip. not a big deal, but you're kind of like. I know that it's not a big deal, but I know that it's a big deal here, so I'm not going to fuck with it. Why am I going to, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it is kind of crazy. I mean, we live in such a open and, you know, take everything on in, in California where it's like, oh, that's fine. Oh, we're legalizing this. Oh, we're legalizing Yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah. It is crazy how weed is criminalized and how people are still in jail I mean, after long periods of time. Do you want to get more controversial? No. No. <laughs> I was dipping my toes <laughs> in it, and then I was just like, this is a well, fun podcast. I'll, I'll just put it out there for a little quick. There's so many people in jail for it, right? Yeah. For, for cannabis, right? Yeah. And we're fighting over this Brittany Griner yeah. being in Russia for it, but it's illegal over there. Yeah. It is illegal. 
right? And it used to be legal here. I think uh, Neil Neil Brennan put out a tweet that was like, "What is this? U.S. five years ago?" Right. <laughs> like, it's it's sad, but you true. know what I mean. I mean, there's a lot of like. I don't want to get controversial, but there's a lot of people that shouldn't be as long of sentences as they have. Oh, of course. There's people in locally. jail for like 20 years for like a joint. You know what I mean? That's kind of ridiculous for them to be in there that long for something that later on, you know. And I think even before that, it used to be legal. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to have it. It used to, used to be legal. So they, they, you know, they criminalized it and made it a Schedule One drug, you know, but... But yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a whole other topic of itself. Yeah, I know, you, I know you don't like controversy. You don't like you know. I'm, what I'm, do you like? Hip hop. Hip hop. Traveling. Oh, we, we didn't go that deep into hip hop. What, what, who's your Who's your um, top okay. five? No. Oh, have you seen Top Five, the Chris Rock movie? No. Oh my God! You got to watch that movie. <laughs> it's a they, it's they, it's a whole like it's called Top Five because. They sit around and the family and everybody does their top five, like yeah. top five hip hop. Who would you put I, I, on your top I five? I don't know. It's, that's hard. It's hard, but you got it. Top five. Know. At least you get five. I hate favorite. I don't like asking favorite. I mean, long term. So Tupac is number one. That's Tupac. Kind of undeniable. Yeah. Unquestionable. Uh, Nas would be number two. I'm not a huge Nas fan, but I don't. Whoa, you know, whoa, I'm not a huge. I'm, I'm not, not a huge. Like I'm not like you know. Look at his body different of style. Work. Look at how long he's been in the game. Yeah, look yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Look at how relevant he is right now with Hip Boy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's timeless. Yeah, of he's course. He's one of the artists I've seen the most live. Really? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to say these ones without getting flack because they're not. You know, everybody could say the same five, but I really Bushwick Bill. No, is that what? <laughs> I really, I really, I'm going back yeah. to these artists that hit every city. I don't know if he's top five, but I've seen him a million times live, and I just really respect his work ethic. And uh, you can judge me. I don't know how many hip hop fans you have. A little closer. Uh, But I would move the thing that way you don't have to lean. Don't be calling me out over (laughs) here. Uh, That way you're you're comfortable. Just in terms of work ethic, body of work, might not be critically acclaimed, et cetera. But uh, Tech Nine is pretty high up there for me. Oh, okay. Just because he's. He's one of the first people to start like the innovate, you know, the independent game along with Atmosphere from Rhyme Sayers, uh, you know, just really making Atmospheres from like Missouri or something. Where is he? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I remember that because it uh, Lizzo's from there too, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking. Uh, One of my favorite groups. I mean, people wouldn't put them in their top five, but having an older sister who took me, you know, to hip hop shows and got me kind of in, influenced in it, uh, Tribe Called Quest. I okay. love them a lot. My first concert, can you guess who I saw as my first concert? Your first concert. Sixth grade. Sixth sixth grade. Fuck, you went to concert in sixth grade? Yeah. We saw wow. like we saw like five year olds at the revolution show. I know. Day. That's why I was tripping out. <laughs> I wasn't at concerts when I was a kid. I was like, these people are beat my own uh what, what hip hop artist did I see in '98 or '99? Let's see if you know hip hop. I know it wasn't Tupac. No. <laughs> <laughs> who who was soon. really big at that time? Who who should I not have been seeing that I ended up going to see thanks to my sister being my chaperone? NWA. NWA, fool. That's early '90s. Well, I mean, I'm thinking who was coming out in '98, '99? That was on top of the world. You still hear one of the songs in the club now. Fuck. When you're in bottle service, because that's what you do. What, Eminem? No. No? That's on a bucket list. I need to okay. see him, though. Who was it? Uh, DMX. And oh, Ca- DMX. Ca- Cash Money Millionaires, Juvenile. Wow. EG. 
DMX. That's Eve. A, well, not Cash Money. But Rough Riders and Cash Money. So Eve, The Locks, Jada Kiss, DMX. Jada. Six grade. Six. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't going on. Lil no Wayne concerts. missed his plane flight. Otherwise, I would have. He would have been there too. Oh, really? Yeah. Little Wayne. I still haven't seen him live, which is kind of crazy, but. Little Tunchy. <laughs> the Drought Three. Yeah. And then after that, it's crazy. I had a long lull. I went from sixth grade to that. <laughs> sixth grade. <laughs> I didn't go to another show till the end of high school. I went to see The Roots, which is another really incredible okay. group. Uh, Black Dot, yeah. Questlove, obviously. but Yeah. They got like, they, they, I feel like they had like a little revival, you know? Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, that's helped. Obviously, they're on TV now. Yeah. They can cater to any audience. Sometimes you'll see them and they'll be like a jam band and playing other people's stuff. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be playing their own things. They obviously uh, they have their own festival called Roots Picnic, which is incredible with a lot of artists. But then they'll obviously be there. Where's that? Philadelphia, where they're oh, from. Oh, okay. Um, I yeah. haven't been on the east. I haven't been on the east coast only for fucking layovers. I've never been. Really? On, yeah, I've never been on the east coast. Oh, I still got spots I need to hit, but I've been. Where do you Where do you like to go in the east coast? I mean, New York City is cool. I don't think I could ever live there, but yeah. uh, it's an incredible experience just kind of taking the subway everywhere. Yeah. It's all the culture, food, a lot of hip-hop history there. So I was in heaven for that. Uh, I have relatives in Rhode Island, so I've been there even though it's small. Yeah. Um, I want to make it to Philadelphia. That's pretty high on the list. Um, where else? Pittsburgh. I mean, that's not East Coast, East Coast, but Pittsburgh is pretty cool. I've never been Midwest, nowhere. No? I think the furthest I've gone is Arizona, Nevada. In the, that's it? I, Damn. I've been gone like to Rome. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go in the <laughs> you've U.S. Never been, hey. You've never been East it's Arizona. Different. It's different, I'll tell my, you that. My grandpa went to all 50 states, and his, uh, his last state was Washington that he had to hit. 58, 50, yeah. right now, 48. I don't know what they call it. The, what the lower 48? Yeah. The lower 48. Um, so I'm definitely trying to follow in his footsteps and, and make it happen. I I would say the biggest region I still need to hit would be the south. I've only been to pockets of the south. But, yeah. Um, I've been fortunate like to Woody? go to verse, Yeah. On the, three the road cities, again? <laughs> the three cities I really want to visit are Philadelphia, Miami, and what was the third one? Oh, New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, New Orleans sounds fun. I like, yeah. I like jazz. I like that type of like. Yeah, atmosphere. I just would have to go in a non-humid month, which I don't know oh, if that yeah. exists out there. I don't, yeah, I don't, you're in the swamp. <laughs> That's all swamp. I I get tired in California dry heat, so I can't I can't do that humid crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a little it's a little rough. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the heat. I grew up in San Diego, so I'm like, <laughs> any minor inconvenience in the weather is yeah. like, oh my god. I'm going to. Detroit for the first time in two weeks. I'm kind of looking forward to that, even though people are like, oh, Detroit. But, um, yeah. Oh, you got to have some pizza. Yeah, I'm going to have some pizza. Yeah. I'm going to go see some hip hop history in Motown. The Motown. Do you have a place? Dude, you're going to go for pizza already? Not yet. Uh, my friend sent me one article, uh, okay. recently. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you a video. Yeah, if you could. A video is better and than an article. Your, and if any of your audience <laughs> has any suggestions, uh, yeah. Open it up to the uh, callers online. One. I, I was just talking to. Uh, I've done that. <laughs> I was talking to Bert, Mer, and, and uh, he was he didn't realize that there was Detroit style pizza. Yeah, because everyone knows about Chicago, New York, and I was he didn't know that there was Detroit style pizza. How do you like your pizza? Uh, it depends. It depends. I mean, I've are you had, a crust guy or no? That's style that matters. It doesn't really matter. The if the style. if the bread is good, then the crust yes. But some of them just the crust is the, you know it's not great. You're just going based on toppings you know what i mean 
I think there's so many. It, it's like you're giving me my top five rappers. I get top five pizzas. Fuck, it's hard. I don't even know <laughs> if I finished top five rappers, but you it's okay. We'll <laughs> you you can still go. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I've had amazing pizza in Italy. You know what I mean? That is like, oh my god, I'm not. You said pizza. That's a, that's a, the origin. What else do you want to tell me about Italy? Well, there's Italians there. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've had like, and I also, I'm not that guy to like, oh, this doesn't compare to Italy because it's like, well, I can't get it every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you were in a frat and you like bottle service in your own town. So, exactly. You can Why pull not, your yeah. little bougie card Yeah. Out. yeah. I fucking got to get, you know, only Margarita. I want to go to Mexico with you. That's, that's on my Mexico's fun. Now. Mexico's fun. And I, I think, feel like I've only been a tourist Mexico. I mean, I've seen pockets of non-tourism in the cities i've been to but only, I, I really need to go like the only thing mexico is i try to like i don't you know i don't like to put people in situations where like you know like, oh you got to see this you know like it, it means it means something different to me than it would mean to oh, you definitely. you know what i mean so it's hard for me to be like oh you because you try to explain the significance of something some, you know you could just be like oh that's cool yeah but it'd still be cool to see what you're you know what you take an interest in to me all of it would be fascinating yeah i wouldn't i mean I, there's I do a so great much, i do so much planning in my day-to-day -day job yeah that I, like when i go on vacation yeah i might have i'm a, a few. terrible planner on vacation yeah same i would say the same for myself <laughs> because i also want to be like if i like it here i don't care I'm, i don't want to go anywhere like i'm having a good time here right yeah. now so why oh it's because we we said we we're gonna see it at other bar and i'm yeah. like but it's good it's fun right here right yeah. now i'm just like let's just stay i've jotted like, down you know? a few notes but i like winging it like I'm yeah, not, yeah 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 exactly i'll, I'll have a couple like detours and, yeah. like hey i would like to see this this is this. in the plan but, like i'm not schedule like oh 10 a.m to 11 a.m i'm doing this yeah this yeah day. yeah and i don't like, like to keep I'm it too rigid yeah yeah because then you could miss out on something yeah. you know because miss out on just a good experience and at the end of the day like i don't care where i am if i'm just having fun i just want to stay there or why would i want to yeah. you know jump on a fucking go get in traffic to go to this other spot yeah you know and then you're like oh this spot sucks do you think you'll stay in san diego forever Ooh, you're asking the hard-hitting questions I don't know. Not to disappoint all your girlfriends that are <laughs> telling you you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Having moved a lot. No, I, I mean, I've, I've only really lived in L.A., you know. Yeah. But I'd be willing to move, but I think it has to be. The right opportunity, the right time. Yeah, and, and right, it has to be because. Right girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. You know, my mom's here, my brother's here, yeah. and his his kids and stuff. And so, you know, I like to be close to them, but also I I like to you know I like to experience and shake I, it up. That's why I think I I would do like you know like a I maybe I go for half a year, but I wouldn't want to be like you know yeah like hey that I would be pretty cool. I mean, that's kind of common for like the snowbirds on the East Coast to be like, oh, I'm going to Florida for six months and then I'm here for six months. Yeah, like, as we get older. You like know, I really like, enjoyed my buddy has a cabin up in Big Bear and okay. I enjoyed going up there and just yeah. being there for I was there for like a couple of weeks just hanging out. We usually yeah. have only gone to Big Bear for like a weekend and we're there like oh I was like oh this is chill, you know. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool like, to have that like couple different landing pads. Of, yeah. I'm going to spend some time here. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go there. I hate to say it cuz you're going to call me out but I want to pad in Italy. So. <laughs> <laughs> go for it i think you know and, and i think i i bring it My up but that's italian I, oh I really yeah oh nice 
Uh, so I bring it up because like he, this guy's my best friend, so like I talk to him yeah. all the time. I'm, so I'm not amazing. your best friend. <laughs> Sorry, no. What the hell, dude? <laughs> your stepdad's Italian. You're not Italian. You got to be full Italian if you want to be, be my I'll friend. I'll be Italian. Yeah, then we're gonna be best friends. Fratello, fratello. <laughs> we gotta be. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right. See, I'm gonna that. put you over here. You're like, you're like, hit the button, hit the button. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know. It's just it's very it, it's a different vibe, you know. When I go out there, it's I'm not. Do you, do you I'm wear not doing like Ferrari no. jackets and stuff? <laughs> no, but he did take me to a few. It's fucking expensive. I went to all the like in because he lives in Milan, so that's fashion capital, fashion capital of the world. You You've know? been wearing the same shirt for yeah. two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in Milan right now. <laughs> How the hell are you gonna go to Milan and fit in? And you can't exactly, even change yeah, shirts exactly since I saw you two days ago. Because because. Listen, you got to create your own style, okay? I'm fair with that. <laughs> uh, there's a celebrity event I worked, and this guy who has a lot of money used to play in the league for the NFL. He he didn't even do his hair, and he wore the same outfit two days in a row. Really? So, I heard. I heard. Uh, so if you have if you have money like an NFL quarterback, <laughs> it's a new shirt. I only wore it for like two hours that day. Honestly, it's a great color. It brings out your eyes. It looks great, but it's just like you wear the same shirt for two days, bro. <laughs> What who did they tell me? Uh, they told me uh, I've heard, I've heard because you're saying NBA. I've heard Kevin Durant's pretty grimy. Yeah. I've, I've heard that, and you're just yeah. like you figure like you, it doesn't matter if you have money, right? If you're not gonna be proactive yeah, about like hygiene you know, and everything else, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, I don't I know. See that. It's weird. It's weird, right? Like <laughs> you expect, like hey, you have all the resources, yeah, you know. But sometimes you just want to be normal. Sometimes you know. Or bad habits die hard, and yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I mean, you could always try, but you know, it still smells good. Yeah, yeah it's, it still smells uh, new. Six feet. It's still soft. It's soft. It is a very soft shirt. Yeah, it's a good color. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So we're moving to Italy. I'm almost. Your what best about friend. you? What I mean, you've moved here. Yeah, but I mean, I've moved around California a lot. I have different perspectives, but. San Diego just kind of presents it all. The music industry is really growing here. Yeah. Uh, I love the balance of big city amenities, but laid back. Anywhere else I've lived in California, it's only a 45-minute flight, so I yeah. can go there. Um, I used to kind of be interested in Denver, used to kind of be interested mm. in Seattle. Um, I mean, there's cities I enjoy being in, but yeah. San Diego is just it's an incredible city. I'm very grateful to be back after living here once before. And Yeah. Uh, I just uh, now being a new homeowner here. Uh, yeah. As of this Congrats, homeowner. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the stability of just kind of growing here and yeah, setting some roots and uh, okay, so forth. Nice. Well, I mean, that's a. Uh, where do you not want to go? Not want to go. Yeah. No disrespect to any <laughs> yeah. friends that live there. Anywhere hot. I mean, Florida scares me. Oh, yeah, it's humid. Huh. <laughs> Crocodiles. Yeah. Crazy politics. Where do you, where do you see yourself? Things. What's your ideal position? Do you want to be in music? Or, you know? Oh, definitely music. Yeah. I mean, either grow into to kind of uh, on the path I'm on. I was regional or I was marketing for one venue. Now I'm regional, so I'm doing multiple venues. Yeah. So I think moving forward kind of continuing that regional space whether it's 
I'm covering all of California or doing West Coast where I'm like, I have some set venues, but I'm also popping in and checking on different venues or new venues that are Live Nation accounts. Uh, yeah. Kind of making sure they're on their feet, you know, in the right way. But that's way. your ideal top of the pyramid? Kind of sort of that. Or, I mean, GM would be kind of cool where you're kind of like securing more, you know. But you want to be on the, the, like, still the venue side of things? Uh, or would so, you yeah. want to go, go into you music management out, or producing? My bosses watch this I and mean, be like, me no, trouble. I mean not that. Not, not not that you. I mean, of course you love that, I but mean, I'm saying like ideally, I have like even if are, you have that, like I have wanna, friends that are artists. I would like to see more of the artist side of things, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, doing a tour would be cool. But as you said, like I would like the traveling aspect of being on a tour, and I would like doing it here and there. But I don't know if I want to do that as a grind in my yeah. midlife years. I think that was something I needed to do earlier. But it's something I'd want to experience. As yeah. like, uh, hey, I've done it. Hey, it's I tough. have this perspective of the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm in. I know I work for a big corporation, but being in San Diego, we work with the Casbah, we work with the Belly Up, we yeah. do stuff with Soda Bar. So I don't really feel like in that mindset of oh, we're the big dog and we're, you know, it's our way or nothing. Like yeah. in San Diego, we're so collaborative. We're doing shows with other smaller venues that have relationships with yeah. artists. And um, I just think it'd be, I Those think there's still a lot cool. of room down here, especially with Snapdragon Stadium opening and doing bigger scale concerts. And if more festivals come here, I just, uh, yeah, being a part of that would be, be pretty awesome. And it's nice being close to LA because like, I can hop and help out a festival in LA, like yeah. between ping ponging between San Diego and LA for stuff, whether I'm working remotely or whether I'm on site you yeah. know, or Hey, I'm doing this on a one-off, but it's not in my job role full time, but I'm like helping out here on yeah. a, on a one-off basis. There's just a lot of room for growth that I see, you know, just kind of staying in the lane I'm in, but still poking around my head for opportunities. Like, obviously I don't want to just, okay, this is what I'm doing. And, I'm going to stay at these venues I'm at for, you know, the rest of the time. Yeah. Like my, yeah, you want my to be role able... will evolve, but at the same time, I want to stay in that marketing space. I want to stay. You, you want know, to be able to learn and stuff too from other people. That's why yeah. I, I think that's always a good quality to have, you know, just to be able to like always be willing to new opportunities. Right. And yeah. Like you said, different, different venues and collaborations that you could do. Definitely that. And know. just like having industry mentors, like I really lean into older colleagues of mine that have been in the industry for a long time and you know things change quickly but just having those resources of like bouncing ideas off of or hey what do you think here and I honestly I have some mentees as well where I'm like they're like hey I'm just finishing college you know what do you think I should do here or should I you know branch out and try to do you know you don't want to get stuck like you said in a pigeonhole or you don't want to like sell yourself short of an opportunity but you also don't want to jump the gun on an opportunity just because it's an instant gratification when really maybe staying the course and like kind of staying in your lane for a little longer might open up even more doors in the long run, as opposed to seeing a job opening that pays a little bit more, but then you're only at one venue or you're only yeah. doing something that's a little limiting in the long yeah, run. Yeah. Well, I think I, for me, I think like you're going to you create those opportunities too, right? Wherever yeah. you are, if you're that type of person, you're going to try to find it no matter what position you're yeah. in. You know, which is good, you know. Um, what's something you wish someone would have told you? In my career or just uh, all in, in look your, at my voice is tweaking again. In your, in your life. Weird. In your life. Oh man. Something you just so you wish 
I wish someone would have told me, you know, that, Man. you know, that it's, this uh, deep. <laughs> that's what we're here for. You got shorts. It's okay. Right. <laughs> Something I wish somebody would have told me. Cause the way I always see it too is like, you know, who, who do you want? I guess, do you think like your I don't like to say five year old cause you're like, you're too small, but like your 10 year old self. Oh yeah. Do you think they would look at you and be like, no, I think they would be cool. I think they would be pretty pleasantly surprised with how things turned out, you know, like having grown up in a small town, yeah, not to take anything away from that lifestyle, but I could have easily just gotten married, settled down and Seven kind of kids. not, yeah. And just not really explored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like I have a really good base of, you know, my hometown friends are still my hometown friends. I'm not this new guy who's fancy in Hollywood or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, I really took, <laughs> I just, I've really taken the opportunity to like put myself out of my comfort zone. You know, one of my industry mentors in grad school, he said, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's, you know, yeah. you don't want to be in that same, hey, I'm doing this every day. Hey, you know, like it might have taken me longer to get to where I am, but. You know, maybe I could have skipped a couple steps. Maybe I could have told my younger self, hey, you know, one thing I would have done. Oh, no, never mind. That would be, I'm not going to say that. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, not because you say more like your, if your 10 year old self was looking at you or if something, somebody would have told you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're really stumping me right yeah, now. I I'm mean, like, it, I'm going to like take the headphones a, off and be like, oh, I should have said we this. Can I we can pause it. We can we pause it. We need to pause it, yeah, pause it. and resume yeah. it. I know that's not I ideal, mean, but. Uh, you know, I, I wish for me, I wish I wish someone like, you know, those moments, right? I wish somebody would have told me to. And I wish I would have taken it to heart more to be in the in the moment. Ooh, right? I could I definitely agree with that. I was always kind of looking towards the next moment or. You know, like even when I graduated college or whatever, it was like kind of like, okay, what's and next? then what, what's next, what's next? I can, I can relate to that as well, definitely. I feel like even though I'm scared of getting older and older and like, you know, I just had a birthday, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to appreciate the moment more and I'm like, things are a little more controlled. Like when you're in your 20s, it's like... I could do this. I could do that. Yeah, I could yeah. go here. I could be with this group. I but then you group. also think like you're so like, oh my god, like the world is caving in on me. It's yeah. like, no, you're, we're still yeah, fairly we're just, young. We're still, still like, fairly young. You know, and you could still do shit in your fifties and change it up. You know. I agreed. I you just, I, I really like the mid thirties right now. I mean, I'm inching closer to forty than I am thirty, which kind of feels good me. though. To me, it feels good. It does feel good because I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm not worried. Oh, I'm gonna turn thirty. I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm already oh, in that, there. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm in the thick of it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like you know, you're like, yeah. No, I would agree with that too. Like, just some of my personal insecurities, I wish I wouldn't have magnified them as much, and yeah. just, you know, have these limiting beliefs like about, about yourself, about myself, yeah, physically, not career-wise, not networking-wise. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm a good person. I'm putting people in position. I love to connect the dots. I've put myself, yeah. you know, out of my comfort zone in terms of trying to achieve something else. Um, but like, just physically, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm, you know. I don't have the physique or yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. the, you know, I'm not tan or, yeah. you know, like I don't do this or I don't do that. Like yeah. it's silly. And the older we get, we're like, Oh, I'm just happy to be, you know? Yeah. It's like, you see that old, old guy thing. at the beach in a fucking speedo. And you're like, God damn, he doesn't yeah. give a shit. Especially in San Diego. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. in good shape and like yeah. slow-mo's out there still, yeah. you know, rollerblading and just like, you know, 
San Diego, it's easy to be vain in terms of, oh, everybody's running around just yeah. in good shape and active and so yeah. forth. I'm yeah, not really hard a- on myself all the way that way, but you know, I wish I wouldn't have been as shy or been as timid in some of my personal life things uh, yeah. over the years. I kind of... I think like, as I got older, I also stopped thinking about more of the vanity than just, like I said, the health too. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I need to do this because my knee hurts. And I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to strengthen my quad. I need to do this. Like, and then once I started doing that, I felt better because then I just, yeah. you know, my body felt better because I'm like, oh, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. I really, or I, like this or that, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think just exercising and just being active. Just it moving. doesn't have to be yeah. strenuous. You don't have to be doing a triathlon or a marathon, but just. No, but I think you do have really, to challenge yourself. You have to challenge yourself physically to some extent. and you have to just, I've been doing a boxing class and, yeah. you know, and it's just like. I'm not trying to be a boxer, but just getting that exercise in every morning or a couple mornings, you know, a week yeah. just really does so much more for my mental health and so much yeah. more for my and outlook on the day. Overall like, health too, in general. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, and then com- I can't stress that enough. Competing, uh, competitive cardio is really good for you too. Cause yeah. then you're like, kind of, you know, it's like one of those things when you're playing like a, one of my friends, he's older and he likes to play racquetball and he invites me, um, and it's like you're just you're going after yeah. it, right? And you're not in that moment when you're like ah 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 trying to like hit the ball and he's gonna hit it and like yeah. you're trying to think of what is he gonna do next. That's all you're thinking about. Yeah, you're you know what I mean. On you're just there and you're just like I gotta breathe, I gotta do this, and you're like all this stuff. You're just going boom, boom, boom. Your brain's going fast, and it again, and it's competitive too. So you're, yeah. you know, you have to think of somebody else as well. Definitely, you know what what's the next move and stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I haven't thought about you know my ex-girlfriend that just broke up with me or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're just not, you're not thinking about those things. You're not in those thoughts because you're slowing yeah. down your, your frontal cortex and you're challenging yourself, you know, frontal cortex. Yeah. Damn, is this a brain. medical yeah. podcast? <laughs> like, sorry, bringing the, the neuroscience and the, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> you learn yeah. that in Italy. <laughs> maybe, maybe I need to go back to keep learning it. That's what you need to yeah. do. Oh, that's incredible. But yeah, I mean, that, that that's, I, I like the thing is I like figuring like, you know, like I used to love that show that how, how things work. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, wow, it's crazy, you yeah. know? So I like looking at shit like that, like how your brain works or how the, the more, I don't know, I just like learning things like that. Same. But I, I don't know how many fucking home runs Tony Gwynn hit. Like, I don't fucking know. You don't? You know? <laughs> That's what I'm Aren't saying. Aren't you from San Diego, <laughs> Exactly. Bro? See, I don't fucking know. But there's somebody who probably What's does. What's wrong with you? My whole thing is that there's people like that, right? And they And then they say, like, they belittle themselves and like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, I don't know how to do this. And you're, yeah. you know, they're so much smarter than me. I'm like, dude, you know everything there is to know about the Padres. That's yeah. just because you're not interested in this subject, but yeah. you're not a dumbass because how could you retain all that information? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody it, has something to offer. Everybody has something they're passionate yeah. in. And like, you shouldn't sell yourself short of what interests you is what interests you. You don't, also, have to, yeah. you don't have to know everything about what's also effort right yeah because i'm like if you can retain all this information over here you you can obviously do it so you're not yeah you just don't want to or you just don't have an interest in this other subject yeah you know but you applied yourself and you know you're watching you know four baseball games a day well you're obviously (laughs) gonna you know like it's how much time are you investing into it yeah that's true you know so that's a lot of baseball there's people that watch sports and reruns of you know, there's whole channels dedicated, right? And they'll play like 
Yeah. You know, classic games, you know. The whole point is you should have watched if it when it was on. If there's one sporting event you could have been at in the past, what would you have been at? Oh, been at in the past? Yeah, that, I don't know if that was grammar correct. Yeah, that's but like, <laughs> if there's a big sporting event, boxing event, which one would you Oh, boxing. Damn. I would have liked to see Mike Tyson. I was going to say. Yeah. Biting the ear off or different? Mike no, Tyson. no, no. Young, younger Mike, Mike was coming in there just destroying guys. That would yeah. have been fucking Pause. awesome. Pause. You know? what pause pause mike was destroying guys yeah uh, well, <laughs> he was <laughs> you know I mean? yes like i get but i'm like mike mike tyson who else i mean I, I, julio cesar chavez i think yeah would be a good because he was like a brawler yeah you know what i mean and like tyson was like Sometimes you go in there and you're like, oh fuck! Like there would be there would be people that would be pissed at Mike Tyson fights because he would just knock the guy out like in the yeah, first thirty seconds a, or something. He's a whole nother beast, man. You know, and so it's like when when there's a brawl and then Julio Cesar Chavez was known for like the brawl, like where they're just pop yeah. pop 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 pop, they're just punching out, you know. But another like, I would have liked to be like a you know, like a I, and I've never been, but I imagine it would be dope, like a big soccer game. So I always hear they're just like fun, you know. Like, did you go to the World Cup this year? Oh, it's gonna be in LA, no? No, that's or that's the Olympics. Yeah. Olympics are gonna be in LA. Yeah, like coming Qatar. up. Qatar. Oh yeah, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> My friend's wife in Italy works for FIFA <laughs> in Qatar. She was she she was doing you the just love talking yeah. about Italy, bro. <laughs> I didn't want to say it now. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's got she's working in the one in Qatar. She had worked in the do you have an, last one. Do you have a long lost love in Italy that you'd like to shout I, out on their maybe podcast? Maybe I should. I mean, there's a lot out there. No, they don't talk to me. <laughs> they don't care. I think I'm from Bangladesh. That's <laughs> what some guy on the bus told me. Are you from Bangladesh? I was like, no. <laughs> Damn. I'm Mexican, fool. <laughs> I didn't even know. You know, but it's okay. Whatever. Fucking blend in. I could get insulted or like, yeah. oh, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, you know, what, so, do you, what do you try to fact check? over? No, nah, I was going to, gonna, I was going to check the, the, cause there was the, the last, uh, the world cup. That last she time it done. was in Italy. No, it wasn't Italy. <laughs> it was, she was, uh, it was, uh, no, it was some African country. I think I forgot which one it was though. Yeah. What about you? What's a right now? Who is an artist you want to go see? Oh, bucket list. Yeah, I've been trying to see older artists. So before it's too late. Before, it's, before so I've, they I've go. been fortunate to see like Elton John, Stevie Wonder. Phil oh, was Collins. it Elton John? Did he? I didn't go to the Petco Park one. That's not oh, that's later. A, I saw. Okay. I worked to show in Bay Area. But a few that are on the list. I still really want to see Metallica. Mm. Outcast would be cool. Obviously, if they think, ever get back together. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. LL Cool J, just because my LL Cool J, yeah, just because he was one of my sister's favorite artists growing up. And I don't I, think he's. I don't think you're ever going to see that. He just played in New York two weeks ago. He had a festival. Really? Yeah, with a bunch of artists. Oh, but like he just did his own little. Yeah, I um, kind of want to see Eric Clapton, even though he's gone crazy. He's gone crazy. <laughs> uh, Eminem, definitely. It's crazy for how many shows I've been to, when you know how many different genres there are i don't know it's just uh there's still a lot of artists i want to see yeah still a lot on the list i there's, mean that's that's life you know kind of like keep, i don't know keep pushing to yeah, see more and more oh, definitely you know 
I'm kicking myself because I feel like I should have seen Metallica by now, being that they're California-based. They're always playing. Yeah. But I still haven't seen them. So Rolling Stones, too, and Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Even though Paul's got a big ego. uh, What about Andrea Bocelli? That would be cool. He was just at the arena here. I wish I would have. Who was at the? Was he at the Shell? No, he was at Sports Arena. Oh, oh, yeah, he was. He was because I saw it when we went to go see Bad Bunny. I saw that it was. They had the signs for Andrea Bocelli yeah. coming up. Yeah. Dang, now I feel like, I felt like there was only a couple I needed to see. Now I'm like, man, I need to see a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's a lot. I, you know, it just depends. It just yeah. uh, To me, like, it's, it's it's fun to, like, just watch. And I, sometimes you go and, it's like I said, it's too crazy for me that I'm just like, nah, yeah, this wasn't even yeah, fun. Intimate, so. You know? What about Billy Joel? That would be cool. Definitely. Especially at Madison Square Garden. He's played there the most out of... Uh, wasn't he at Peco? He was. I don't know if I was here then because I moved away and came back, but I'm pretty sure that was recent. I should have gone to that. Yeah. So what's um? We'll kind of close this out. I want to go back to your to your organization. Oh, thank you. So we can kind of um, plug it, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it happen. You know. Yeah, it's just a it's have, a unique situation, obviously, and and look, there's a lot of people who also went through what you went through but aren't doing anything yeah you know what i mean so it says a lot that you you know still willing to give back and you know you you have empathy for those that, oh definitely you know what even i mean it would say more sympathy as well because something that you you've gone through you know and, and, and you understand it you know so yeah definitely i mean it's just making lifelong friends through you know this unfortunate situation it just yeah. creates a bond that last a lifetime meeting people that are like you and you know a lot of people that are diagnosed with cancer when they're younger they're yearning for that social group they're feeling weird because hey they're the only kids that are going through it in their respective grades so just really kind of clinging to that social group and having those outlets to you know relate to others and that are going through a similar cause or is important and then just given my job now like yeah, I've paid a lot of dues and yeah, it's a lot of fun, but I just, I really want to give back. I really want to help others. And it's just something that's kind of instinctive in me. And, you know, there's a lot of great causes out there, but what's better than trying to, you know, rally, rally people and raise money than for a cause that you can directly relate to, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of important causes out there. There's a lot of people that need help, but um, just helping the cancer communities really struck a chord with me over the years and having gone through it, yeah. you know, multiple times with, family members, my own personal experience and so forth. And with the camp losing, it was crazy because the camp's located in a really small town north of Orville, kind of north of Sacramento. So it, was it from that paradise fire? Uh, not quite that one. So okay. there's always fire season up there. Yeah, a Paradise fire was very bad, um, unfortunately. But, you know, every summer there's always this, you know, threat to the campsite. And it's a very small town. It's a post office, gas station, you know, one or two businesses type of town. Okay. And the firefighters made a priority to set up camp, you know, have a base at the camp. Like if anything else went down, they they were heart set on saving camp. Mm-hmm. But the fire was just too, too crazy. The conditions were just nowhere near being able Wait, to be so controlled. Wait, so they preemptively... Yeah, they, they set a base up there. They wasn't like, hey, here, we're on fire. Like just on like, come on fire season, you're saying? They just yeah, like, they, they just camped out up there because they it, was COVID, it, was a, it was COVID time, so they the camp was kind of on hiatus just because of yeah. COVID stuff in 2020. But these firefighters, 
you know, bless them. They're, uh, you know, they made it a priority to try to save camp. It wasn't this reactive yeah. thing. They were taking initiative and on the campsite. So for it to still go down, even though we had all this personnel and all these people that were vested in trying to make it, you know, yeah, make it through. Um, and camp is free for everybody. So that's another thing. It's not like, hey, we're, you know, camp's making money off of, you know, these, yeah. you know, these stories and so forth. It's like, it's already a free experience for these kids. And now that we have to rebuild from scratch, it's even harder. And so it, are they rebuilding or, or are so you they're, just they're kind of plot there? We're kind of funding for what the next step is. They're still kind of plotting. They had a survey go out where it was, you know, do you want camp to be rebuilt where it is? Or do you think it's better to, you know, maybe regroup and go <laughs> yeah, somewhere maybe else? Which kind of was crazy to me because I was like, when I first opened that survey, I was like, of course I want camp to be where it is. That's where all my memories are. That's where I'm attached to. Yeah. But now that I think about it, it wouldn't be such a bad thing to be A, in a less, you know, risky fire, area, risky yeah. area. And they pull a lot from different areas in Northern California, but they could be halfway between the Bay and Sacramento, not quite in Sacramento because there's a huge contingent of people that come from the Bay and that's where their office is at, is in yeah. the Bay Area. So I think they could find a happy medium that's easier to get to, less risky fire-wise, and, you know. And I think, yeah, it's also a bigger deal for some of the kids that maybe can't be there every day, right? Yeah. And their parents maybe need to get there quicker and, yeah. you know. And, I mean, COVID's been tough, obviously, but we did a virtual camp this past year. So now having virtual services along with the residential camp you know, I think the camp's been around 40 years, but I really think it's going to grow. You know, maybe kids that are in the hospital that can't come to camp physically, now they can join from a virtual base because we tested that out during COVID. And now yeah. our ability to be a resource and help others is are, is even bigger now because you don't have to be in person. You can still yeah. get, you know, this kind of companionship and, you know, camaraderie. Yeah, yeah virtual is not the same as in person, yeah, but it's still... Hey, I can I can log in and I can talk to my you know tell my story to others. Oh, hey, here's other kids that are in the hospital and I'm just doing a Zoom with them type of thing that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah, so, otherwise you're just in your room by yourself. Yeah, so I'm trying to do an event a month. Uh, this month it's at the San Diego Loyal Soccer Game, uh, August 24th, which is next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Tickets are okay. twenty dollars. We'll get this up. Plug, we'll get this up to, out. tomorrow so that yeah. way we can. Yeah, that would be amazing. I really uh, appreciate that. So, yeah. Just trying to do different uh, fundraisers. We did one at WWE. We did a title boxing event. We did one at Chula Vista Brewery. So just doing different neighborhoods around San Diego, different event experiences, bringing people together, um, just all for a good cause. So San Diego Loyals. Lo that's, at, uh, is that, that's at USD now. Yeah, it's at USD. Parking is free. It's a really cool experience. Some good sponsors there. Great soccer. Landon Donovan's the coach. He used to be on the Olympic team. Um, so yeah, if you haven't been to a loyal game, this is a great time to kind of come out and experience that support the team as well as, uh, participate in a great cause. Landon Donovan. Yeah. He's not from Italy. Sorry. <laughs> no, I had a, I got into a tiff with them on Facebook. Once. Oh, you did? <laughs> Man, it was kind of weird, but it was I, know, like, oh. I know you said we were going to close this out, but I, I don't know. I don't want to, I think uh, the people want to hear this story. <laughs> Cause he was trying to do this whole soccer thing and they were trying to do the Qualcomm and they were like, everybody was like, Landon Donovan. And then I was like, he's not even from San Diego. And they were like, he lived here once. He's from Ontario. He's not like, you know, and he was, I uh, think they hit a home run in the hiring. I'm not a soccer buff by any means, but 
A, he played for the Galaxy and the Earthquakes, two California-centric teams. Yeah. He was a big part of the re- most recent, not most recent, but reasonable time Olympians. For me, I just saw it as like California it's base. a business opportunity he's doing and he's pushing it. And and their plan for Qualcomm or whatever they had that, you know, it could be there in from the years. outside of what it was and what they were proposing, it wasn't a good plan. Yeah. And so a lot of people were like, oh, it's landed on it. I was like, what is, whatever, like, like, you know, Qualcomm and all this area means more like, you know, like, like, I feel like for San Diego State to have that, it means a little bit more than for it just to be like a what? new soccer team that came in. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I feel well, like I mean, San Diego State needed more support, you know, and have wholeheartedly a, agree in that aspect. But both of them can coexist as of as course. Tenants there. Of course, but and that I, wasn't the case when they were trying to figure out what they were going to do yeah, with the land no, and I who mean, was going to, you know. It was tough for San Diego State. I mean, if you're in college and you're playing football and then your home games are in Carson, two hours north. Yeah. Like, that's tough. Your, your fans aren't going to just, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. drive up there. So I'm really happy for the student athletes that are getting to play right down the street from their campus in a brand new yeah. facility. And they're going to build gonna it out. Incredible. You know, they're going to build out that whole area. It's going to be incredible. You know, it's so. also going to attract more students to San Diego state. Yeah. You know, San Diego state is definitely I way mean, it, nicer than when I was there. Yeah. It's I feel like every nice. campus is. That's, <laughs> that's why we feel old. San Jose state's got a lot of money in it and a lot of new buildings. And yeah. Like, damn, we used to have to like sit there with like no AC. And, like, <laughs> right? Hey, shoot. I was a rough at that, that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were, there were some classrooms. <laughs> that, like, they were bad. There's some San old. Jose state versus San Diego state this year. I mean, we're in the same conference. You want to go to that game? And uh, oh, was it the football bring, game? Yeah. It was, it was okay. Out our, uh, hey, I, I love if, if they're going to, if they're going to allow people to tailgate again, I'm down. We used right. to go to the tell. We used to do the homecoming tailgate every year. It was fun. It was fun. So, if there is there anything else you want to leave the people with, or any you want them, if you want them to find you, you don't have to have them oh find no. you. But you know, <laughs> I but mean, we to, are going to share your your obviously your your fundraiser and stuff. I appreciate and we'll that. Get it Thank going. you. Um, so then we're going to have to share your profile for them to yeah, that's fine. Contribute. Yeah, no, that's but, fine. I have a donation link for it. I have you can reach out to me directly just for the event tickets. Like I said, trying to do an event a month. Yeah. I really appreciate you letting me, uh, you know, talk to yeah. me on here. This was so you have a link. Send me the link, and yeah. that way we, we yeah, can put it on the show uh, notes too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, thank you for this opportunity. I know we're good friends outside of this. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it was cool. You know, going it's different, back and right? forth. Different. <laughs> I was scared. You of being never modded. know when I've been diddly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. I learned a few things. Now you guys know because I never mention it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to be monotone or come across yeah. as whatever, but uh, I think I did all right. Yeah, Hopefully I passed great. the yeah, test. Yeah, you're good. Hopefully I'm yeah. all right. Yeah, you're you know? good. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, no, thank you for hearing my story and uh, happy to chat with anybody that wants to relate to anything I talked about if you're interested. And uh, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see this podcast continue to grow and you get a. Yeah, you'll you get know. a you guys. And Do I'll, I get a I'll, royalty check? I'll be or making. Anything? I'll be making t-shirts soon. I'll be making t-shirts. I love the soon. Bible. That's a great idea because you need a new t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the same one. Hey, but if I is. get if I have a pack of them, I'm going to be wearing the same t-shirt. Is there you know? any t-shirt a, manufacturers mm-hmm. in Italy? Because that would be the perfect. No, play. no, they're too expensive for a t-shirt. Fucking yeah, but you fancy could do t-shirt. it. You when I was that. in Amsterdam, I was like, oh, I want to buy something cheap, and I would go to like stores, and I'm just get a t-shirt. It was like eighty dollars. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I just wanted to get something that I could be like, oh, like I yeah, bought it in Amsterdam. I got up there. You know, I got like some hoodie or something at some place. And it was cheap. It was not cheap, but I was like, Cheaper. fuck it. But it, I didn't want something just like that. I, was, I went to like Carhartt. 
And yeah. I was like, I don't want to buy Carhartt. This is stupid. Anyways, yes, I'm going to be making t-shirts soon. Everyone's going to get a t-shirt. I'm going to buy one. You got, no, I'm not selling. Right now, I'm giving them out. I'm giving them out. Everybody. Giving them out. How are you going to yeah. make money? If I'm you, not uh, making money. This is all for you guys. This is all, I gotta, you're a man well, yeah. of the people. You got to, you know, you got to invest, you know, you got to invest. You got to like, you know, everyone always wants to like, oh, my God, no, you got to invest. You got to. Are you, you going to make it to the game on the 24th? I am, I'm down to go. It's, it's like a Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably make it. I feel like that's a little easier than on the weekend. I know every, there's always something to do. In yeah, San my Diego, so the weekday might. My buddy, my buddy Mario. He uh, shout out to Mario. Uh, he coaches uh, soccer um, in Cuyamaca, and he plays Mario, stuff. Yeah, I need you. Yeah, Bring all your kids out here. <laughs> and he, well, he invited me to a game there, so I don't know if he has if he gets tickets or something. But he invited me to a game nice to go to uh and i was gonna go but you know i have so i haven't gone you know you got two reasons to go now. yeah now nah, two reasons uh, mario you're gonna come you're gonna i'm gonna send, i'll send you the link uh he loves yeah. being shouted out It'll be like mario you're my new best friend come on <laughs> bring all the soccer guys yeah um, it's for a good cause obviously it really is um so for the camp to raise kids yeah so far we've you know. raised close to 2500 so oh nice on three events um chula vista brewery owner she was incredible in terms of donating and uh creating yeah. a space for us uh to raise some money there through a raffle and and so forth so um yeah just trying to make a little bit don't have to you know make a lot every event but every, yeah every little bit counts yeah and of course if you've never been to a soccer game and you always wanted to go, what better way than to go that now and uh, support yeah. this cause? So and it's a small venue, so it's like you get yeah. to you know you get to it's see really it. It's really cool. It's really you cool. Know, Just don't are... rush the field. Don't do anything silly. Oh. Just have a few beers. No streaking. You could not around me. Not around me. Body suit man. <laughs> Body suit man. <laughs> I'll tell Landon that you're coming. So you can <laughs> oh, <he's> gonna... <laughs> you're that guy. <laughs> Fuck. It was Facebook, man. Yeah. It was not even. It was not even a you know Twitter. Twitter war. It was crazy. I I look at some of my Facebook statuses and I'm like, why? <laughs> I say I've, de this? I've deleted a few. I've deleted a few. <laughs> like, why did I say this ten years ago? Who was I? Yeah, that what was, was I doing? It was an interesting time. <laughs> interesting time i hope nobody pulls up my fucking myspace oh, fuck hey <laughs> i love myspace my i was songs. a late bloomer for i man i got facebook i know it came out mid 2000 i got 2006 i, I don't think, even remember i held on to myspace for as long yeah. as i could because you could have music on there yeah like, i think i think i had like smack had, that or something at yeah. the time smack that oh, man, <laughs> i remember that uh yeah just it had more cool functions to me but that's that why time. it was fucked up that's why yeah. it got fucked up because they let people fuck with the code and it just messed everything up. It um, made it harder. Tom, you need to get Tom on this podcast. Like, fuck, where he's chilling. He's probably he's, <laughs> he's probably in Italy on the coast. Hey, fuck! If I knew that, I'd hit him up. It'd be <laughs> fine. Like, come on. So, so yeah, man. I, I, Thank I mean, you. You know, th thanks for coming. Thank uh, you. you know, hope you hope you had a great time. hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, you know, I might not leave. Yeah, <laughs> you good? Was there an after got party a for us? Everything we got it all here, man. <laughs> We're out. You know, we got snacks. We got everything. You I know, appreciate you. We could record another one and just just release Let's later. <laughs> yeah, episode two coming soon. So uh, again, we're gonna be sharing. Um, it's for Camp Okaizu yeah yeah camp okaizu thank you um for you know get kids with <clears throat> kids with cancer to have them go to go to camp um and you know feel feel like they have a, a you know sense of community for definitely um i think if you've ever been again like i said without going deep into you know my issues 
um i was you know when i was a kid i there was the times when i was in the hospital you know it's obviously it's a very lonely time right and mm -hmm. also you come back to school and it's like where were you like yeah. you know what i mean and then so that makes you more weird and yeah then you have to explain to people yeah, why you're you kind of isolated or why that. That, but not by choice you know, you know like and, and i think the older you get to you also realize that we're all different mm -hmm. also and also that we're all a lot the same because we're all different you know we're all yeah. weird that's the whole thing yeah. of this right because oh, you feel weird titled. there's a kid who never had any medical issues right but he just felt weird like he felt like he was you know too skinny or whatever you know and so everyone has their own insecurities yeah. you know and that's what you come to realize later i think that's one thing i wish somebody would have told me you know they're like hey we're all we all have little you know quirks about us and definitely i'm hoping i just about. uh both of us going through medical stuff i'm hoping we got it all out of the way early <laughs> and now we live a long fruitful for me life. like i said i'm not afraid to like hey fuck it let's let's get the x-ray put me in the mri machine for fucking way. 30 minutes <laughs> my favorite thing was the echocardiograms i mean it's scary to have your heart looked at and have this jelly you know on you but the sensation what of, is that it's kind of this like screen monitor that they monitor is it like the they put they have like a little like mouth not a mouse well that's like the ultrasound to, yeah kind of sort of like that okay but just detect in to make sure have you had an mri i don't think i have actually no no the mri is intense let's do it knock, <laughs> knock me out the, the mri like you're in you have to like go into this machine oh wow and then they put like a thing on you and you're like you can't move and it makes a fuck ton of noise i've had a biopsy i've had you probably had a cat scan cat scan yeah. is just a donut yeah yeah it's just a donut but the mri you go all the way in it yeah I don't and think it goes and like it it's for like 30 minutes Damn. And they get, they even give you earplugs and stuff because damn just that's like, wild. And you're in this tube. You look up and you're like right here. You're like oh, so wow. it's 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 a that's a trip. Yeah, a lot of people. Such would people that freak do, out. Would you ever do a podcast from an MRI? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. You're freaking out. You're claustrophobic. You're freak out in there. But again, I think I want you know I want to put it out for people like hey like go get your shit done. Yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you know it's like no, the tested, you know getting a yo. vaccination or something like that yeah. or. Or um, you know, or you, you you know what you should do? You should do the isolation chambers. You ever Ooh, done that? That'd be cool. Sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, yeah. You Let's just do lay it. in there. Yeah, I want to. You know, I want to give away like a, you know, I'll have a giveaway of like somebody to go do it because I like it. It's fun. Yeah, that it's, sounds uh, cool. It's interesting. You can't hear anything, you can't see anything, and you're weightless. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, you ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Part so, two coming from there. Yeah. So again, Marty Barker, Marty Barker, um, and we're gonna put out all the information again. Uh, you know, for guys to donate to Camp Okaizu, um, for help kids with cancer, and you know, Marty's available for you know real estate in San yep. Diego, right? And do you want do you want to plug your venues if people go oh, see yeah. shows and stuff? Uh, House of Blues, San Diego. And the Magnolia, which is in El Cajon, so nice. downtown or I've El Cajon. I've never been to either, if you can believe it. You've never, never been, been to House of either. Blues? No, I've never been to House of Blues. Never. Because isn't it like standing All room? Right, you pick yeah. a show and I'm going to treat you to a show. How the heck have you never been to House of if Blues? You can get, I'm not doing my job right if you've never been to if House we of can Blues. Get, if you can get me, if I can record an episode at the House <laughs> of Blues on stage. Right. That's my dream to hopefully one day do like a live recording. All right, we're going to make that happen. You know, we're going to manifest it. So. Let me see. All right, and you guys have to make it happen too. Everybody listening, uh, remember to share. 
I, I never tell people to share or anything. I feel like I need you guys need to start supporting me, man. Because <laughs> <You guys laughs> I have people that listen. They tell me they listen to it. And I'm like, post it, man. Come on, what? share it. You have know? You, have you ever? Man, I just keep carrying this on. Go ahead. Have, have you ever me. had a listener come from like way out of your social? Maybe they're from Italy. Yeah, or somewhere I've had else I've had like, people I've had people reach out that like I didn't I didn't know you know were even listeners. I didn't even know who they were, and which is great. And that's you know, so cool. That's you know, gotta be were, such a cool feeling of like, whoa. And even you know, people that reached out with like a message of like, hey, man, like, keep going. You really, no, like you really helped me. And, and you know, I, oh, wow. I like that you're putting out the mental health stuff. And, you know, because a lot of especially, you know, two grown fucking men full of testosterone. You yeah. know, you expect, oh, they're not going to talk about their vulnerabilities. They're just yeah. going to talk about um, fucking women and drugs, <laughs> and, which we did. But we also did talk no, about, you well, know, your, what makes you different and, and you know. I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about that stuff. I agree. You know, but that's how you build connections. You know, you build. You like you. You the feel like oh, I could I could trust this person in some some degree. You know, instead of just being yeah. very surface level, like just telling me how many home runs Tony Gwynn hit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, you know? no, I'm, a, I'm a vulnerable person. We've both been yeah. through a lot, and uh, yeah, everybody can relate to our stories in one way or another. Hopefully, it's good, yeah, it's yeah. Good to be good to be vulnerable. Yeah. So that's a it's, a it's a great way to end good it's good it is it sounds you know sometimes cliche but it is it's like just it's for me the way i also put it is like just to be yourself right because yeah. or else you're just gonna be so overwhelmed with trying to yeah. do something you're not yeah you know trying to fit i got in. this new image of you in my head of what i didn't know you were <laughs> you did. now no now i'm different now, now you're different. am i weirder <laughs> it's, it's good on my end if, yeah, you're if i get weird so again last you know last time i do want to tell people um camp okaizu next week um this you know so this should be going out uh, to, tomorrow august 16th um and the 24th is when and do you need people to buy tickets ahead of time and stuff like yeah. that yeah so you can reach out to me directly i have tickets okay. and i can uh, just transfer okay. them to we'll you put i you... can meet you in person uh you okay. can put my email out whatever is easiest for people I'll, whatever I'll, I'll show up to your house and <laughs> give you a ticket you could yeah text me and i'll give you a ticket okay uh, so you do you just have like a stack of tickets or yeah i got a stack of tickets oh, okay okay and then i also have a general donation link so being that you know i've lived all over california and i have friends elsewhere yeah um, if you can't make the event there is a general donation link that goes directly towards my fundraising efforts uh, i can pass that on as well so if you're not in San Diego based, but you feel uh, inclined, inclined, to. yeah, perfect word, yeah, inclined to donate to the cause, I'd be more than appreciative of that as well. Okay, great. So yeah, and we'll put this stuff in the, like I said, we'll put it in the show notes on Spotify and and iTunes or, or, or Apple Podcast, and so people can click either on that link, your Instagram profile, um, and you know, get in contact with you. you so get out there, go watch the soccer game, go watch the San Diego Loyals and watch me punch Landon Donovan. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thanks.